Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Yo. Happy weekend. How many episodes of this have we done so far? Oh, you're going to ask me that now at the top when I don't have the previous episodes right in front of me to look at the numbering, but I think this might be episode 126, 7, something like that. So, give me one second, I'll get there. This is uh, 126, episode 126. So, we're coming, or no, we would have passed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? I was going to say, like, the canon- canonical two years of episodes, but no, that would be... Uh, yeah, we had, like, a whole big anniversary episode thing about it, like, months ago. Yeah, we played a game and everything. Did we? Yeah, yeah we absolutely yeah. did. Because it's in March. Yes. It's two years from when the Switch came out. We did this. I don't know where you were. I mean, you were here. I think not you bring here. this up like almost every week, too. You're like, isn't this around the anniversary? No, he's not that absent-minded. Hey, we're in a different studio like, now, he? so that's probably why he's confused. He doesn't remember what the times were like back in the old place. When things move. In the dark times. Joe's mind resets. They were pretty good. I lived by myself back then. That was much better. I remember reading a thing about Thanks. how there's like a, a psychological effect of like when you walk through a door frame, it causes you to like. Are you a dog? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, and then I close my eyes and people disappear. And, and then, then I I'm open so them happy when they're back. And they well, say peekaboo. Oh, you gotta say, like, there's, there's a psychological effect that like when you walk through a door frame, it makes you forget what you're doing. Like it, something about like changing your scenery. Well, yeah, as you're minor in... as that from like moving from one room to another. What are you so moving an about? entire house just made me forget everything. What are you talking about? No, but it's he's a real re- thing. No, he's right though. Like, have you ever gotten up to go get something, walked into a new room, and like, and I don't why remember. Am I in here? Yeah, I don't remember why I came in here. And then you go back to where you like got the idea to get up and go to the other room. And you're like, oh, that's right. I was getting a glass of water. Yeah. Yes, but I don't know if that has to do with door frames or not. But it, it, it makes sense that it's the. The, the sudden change in environments, yeah. Even though you're, it's not sudden because you're walking in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just a, it's just a change. So yeah, like we moved studios. So and now Joe Joe's just bring... forgot the last two and a half years. Yeah, everything that's happened since then. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're well past two years now. We have uh, we have at least one listener on every continent. Uh, we are holding out for you, Australia. So whoever you are in Australia. Slash New Zealand, because we have both. Notre Dame psychological professor Gabriel like suggests that passing through doorways is the cause of these memory lapses. Uh, Entering and exiting through a doorway serves as an event boundary in the mind, which separates episodes of recent and fly... uh, Which separates episodes of activity and files them away. So, like, when you walk through a doorframe, your brain goes like, all right, everything that's happened before this Mm -hmm. filed into a different folder, because now you're in a different room, and that causes you to forget what you're doing. Yeah, I'm as smart as a Notre Dame uh, psychology professor because I read his work. (laughs) Good for you, Joe. You're so good at that. No, but that makes sense. I mean, that happens, and it happens the older you get. And I'm getting pretty old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my mind is uh, it's starting to wander. Well, plus, like to get just in here to the studio, you had to pass through like six doorways Mm -hmm, mm because there was the door, there was the gate to get in to the house then there was the door which the, you had locked the glass door then the regular door it's still one doorway i guess so mm-hmm. you got the gateway the doorway the doorway into the house so now you just have an archway from the uh dining room to the tv room so i wonder that's if... a that's a doorway i guess it's not like a door jam it's not like a frame there's no door there though. no but you did pass through one to get into uh, this room into this well you passed two to get into this room 
Because you have to pass into the kitchen where there's a doorway and then into here. Which is... Now everyone knows the layout of your new house. I know. <laughs> but yeah. I, what, like, sorry. All right, Joe, we're going to test this out. We're going to have you read and walk in a circle, and you're going to go in this door, out this door, in that door, in this door, <laughs> not, and yeah, see what I you remember. To, I have to pass through, like, four, four doors. doors. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, not, yeah, you have to, like, give me something. To it's like the game of telephone, where you tell me something, and I'm supposed to, like, relay it, but I'm just supposed to remember it as I walk through, Yeah. and all of a sudden, I'm going to come through and be like, Purple Monkey Dishwasher. <laughs> well, you already forgot it, because it wasn't that. <laughs> Damn it. Ah, you idiot. <laughs> Uh, no, we're not going to do that though. We'll, we'll save that for our game streaming. That'll be our first. That'll be the first game we stream. Is we'll can do Joe confuse Joe? <laughs> yeah, can Joe remember it? That actually would would be a worthwhile streaming endeavor. Is like doing tests on Joe. <laughs> I mean, he's as smart as a psychology professor. You might as well classically condition him from Notre Dame. Yeah, fr- yeah. I mean, you can't even pronounce it correctly. You're so good. Notre Dame. <laughs> no, no, just Notre Dame. No, it's Notre Dame. Yeah. It's I've Notre heard, Dame. I've heard it multiple ways. No, Notre Dame is the cathedral in France. Notre Dame is the university. Wait, are they actually pronounced the, differently? No, yes. they're the same thing. No, they're pronounced differently. Don't listen, Adam. Now I'm just confused. Yeah. <laughs> try to go up, go out through the, the doorway and try to remember which way is right. Yeah. Um, no, well, Joe, instead of doing that and running around my house trying to remember things through all my amnesia doorways, tell me what you played this week. Unless you forgot. He's it's already gone through possible. three doors. Because well, uh, he had to leave his house and all those doors. There's already, yeah, there's two just coming down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now we know the layout's at Joe's house. Yes. Uh, Very uh, similar to layout to mine. <laughs> it is. What are we talking about? What you what played do you play? Oh, yeah. Uh, you didn't even leave the room. <laughs> Did you look at a door on your phone? Is that what happened? Uh, yeah, I just have a picture of a door here. No, it's I had my hands in front of my face and then I opened them up like a doorway. Whoa, where'd you go? <laughs> Quick, John, jangle your keys in front of him. I want to make sure he's attentive. <laughs> no, what'd you play this week, Joe? Uh, I uh, I finally was like, oh shit, I probably should really actually sit down and play Bloodstained, okay. which is like a game where like I would play for like half an hour and then put it down for a week and mm-hmm. play for like a half an hour again. Uh, so I was like, I'm actually going to play this game now, uh, and I've been powering through it this week, uh, and uh, it is very, very good. I mean, obviously, we've already talked about it before. John's talked about it extensively as well, mm-hmm. um, but uh, actually having time to like sit down and play it now. Uh, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it is the perfect like encapsulation of what made all of those great Castlevania games yeah. amazing back in the, the yeah. DS and like PlayStation era, mm-hmm. uh, and I am enjoying the hell out of it. Um, I'm right at the end boss at this point. Uh, I can go and fight the end boss. Uh, but I, I like went to fight her one time and lost. So I was like, okay, now I'm just gonna go and like um, try and do all of the other stuff that I like can do. You know, upgrade as many of the soul shards as I can. Try and find some of the best weapons, all that stuff. Find mm-hmm. the hidden areas and hidden bosses and all that kind of thing. Uh, but I have uh, really, really been enjoying it. What do you give it out of ten? Um, having not beat it, but. I, I feel like I want to give it a higher score uh, than I should, but there is still a lot of like technical problems with yeah, the game. Yeah, that, like, with it too. I feel like I need to like take down some notches because of that. Still running into a lot of like slowdown problems. Um, I've had the game crash on me several times, so like I, I can't praise it as a perfect game just because of the technical glitches. In terms of gameplay, it's really great. But, but that's fixable. Yeah, it's, but I'm just surprised that it hasn't been patched as much by now. Um, but, uh, I mean, 
in terms of gameplay, I would give it like an eight, but I feel like I need to knock it down like a point or two just because of technical problems. I well, I don't think it's a six out of ten though game though. Did you? How bad was the uh, giant chip casino boss? Oh, real bad. So that that was the only time I had frame rate issues on the PS4, and it was like ten frames a second. Like yeah. it was really bad, like slow motion. Yeah, yeah, it was really bad for that fight. And on the D, or I mean, on the Switch version of the game, there's a lot more slowdown. Every time there's like, you know, technical stuff going on in the background, the like the parallax moving levels and stuff, <clears throat> or if there's just a, a, a complicated enemy on the screen, like there's a part where you're in a desert area, and like the sand is constantly moving on the ground, and then there's also like this big 3D bone dragon, and like every time it started like yeah coming forming together. itself, the game would like start slowing down really bad. And, and the backgrounds are moving too. Yeah, so like there's a lot of technical problems with the game that I, I gotta kind of hit it for that. But uh, otherwise, uh, great game. Story is actually very interesting, um, and uh, I'm really hopeful for another one. Like, I, this one did so well, I'm assuming they probably instantly jumped on the idea of making another one. And this is the second one already, right? No. No. The other one was just, a, a like, a bonus for the um, crowd sort. Uh, it crowd was a stretch goal. Oh, Curse of the... Right? Curse of the Moon? Curse of the Moon, Curse yeah. of the Moon was that a was stretch That was a full-fledged game? It, it was a full-fledged game. It's in an the 8-bit sense, game. Yeah, it's meant to look like the original Castlevania on the Nintendo. Oh, okay. Not so, like the 3D one. But what I'm saying, this is the second Bloodstained game. Kind of. Because that one, one was, was only four bosses. Like, it's it's oh, okay. pretty much just a mini-game. Gotcha. And it was yeah. even pitched, like, as a stretch goal. It said, like, fully playable, retro-inspired mini-game. So, gotcha. like, yes and no. It's not a full game, but also it is the second Bloodstained game. Because it has um, it has more of the uh, same characters. Uh, so, yes. Yes and no. Um, but I'm, I would be interested to see... So, like, this one did really well. Obviously, it had a very successful kickstarting campaign. Mm -hmm. Will the next one, now that it has been established as a franchise, will it Need be a, a kickstarter game? Or will it be just a actual, fully funded, original, produced game? Why mess with what worked? I mean, if the Kickstarter worked, just ask people for money again. Like, yeah, that, that's the thing that I was just wondering about. It's like, do you keep doing it this way? Or now that it's like set up do you have to like actually just make a game well the real thing is is what were the sales that weren't kickstarters you know what i mean like how many yeah, people how many people went out and bought this beyond just the backers because those are the only people the backers were the only people you could guarantee were going to get your game how many people bought it on top of that because that's the number of total sales and what does that number look like because hmm. if it's just it's super popular because all the backers got it and loved it it's like all right that's good they had enough backers to get a full game, but will those people buy the next one? If it's, you know, because it's not like they have an advertising budget for this game. It was, you either had to know about it or you didn't. But I you never saw to, like a commercial for it or anything. You also have to consider that some of those backers paid $5,000 for this game. Exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah, because they wanted their name at the top of the credits and they wanted the t-shirt and they wanted everything they else. They wanted their face in the game. Oh yeah, yeah, there was much cooler stuff. Joe and I were going through it and like there's picture frames throughout the game mm -hmm. and all of those picture frames are people who backed it like and paid yeah. for that package and there's a whole room dedicated to one person so they like had their they paid whatever $8,000 like four rooms dedicated to one person um well like the music box room is one yeah and well all the boss rooms have a painting in it yeah <clears throat> So, like, the those were cool. The rumor I said there was, like, the giant dog and the giant cat uh, enemy. There's a giant dog head and a giant cat head, and they're there's, enemies. There's multiple. But they're the same thing, just reskinned. Yeah. Um, but those were people's cats and dogs. Yeah, one of the, one of the um, 
The goal was to get your pet in the game? Yeah. Well, not goal. Like, one of the things that you could buy. Well, it's the... like a tier. You yeah, can, you can buy the put my dog as an enemy in the game. Hmm. So, yeah, you take a picture of your dog and send it to them, and they make, like, model them into an enemy in the game. Yeah, so if you do a traditional game production, release, whatever, you don't get those people that paid for the higher tiers. So is it now financially viable? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I'd be interested uh, to see. I'm trying to find sales numbers on it. I definitely want to see another one made. Yeah. Because, like I said, you know, all the time leading up to this, this is this is a game series that I've been waiting for a revival of, like, mm-hmm. the, the Castlevania, Metroidvania, like, franchise for a long time. So if this is just the only one we get and then it's going to go away again, like, I've already lost Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to lose blood. I don't want to lose Bloodstained now. <laughs> Apparently, it sold more on the Switch than it did on the PS4 and the Xbox combined. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. But I mean, it was the, the worst version. It was the one with the biggest issues. Yeah, but the bulk of the people that are going to be playing this are people that were accustomed to playing the DS ones. Yeah. So I'm sure that they were like, oh yeah, I, I want to like kind of keep that like portable... I want to be able to take it with me, like you yeah. know, like I'm used to with playing the other ones. Well, Switch is great for games like this. Like mm. Switch is great for indie games like, <laughs> if it can run them. Well, but that's the thing is, like, if you look at a game like Hollow Knight, it did well on Xbox, it did well on PS4, and then it blew things out of the water on Switch, even if though it was some people's second, third time purchasing the game. Yeah, I because mean, I bought it twice. Yeah, I bought. Well, you're in an anomaly because you, you buy know, everything. Do what you do. Well, I, everyone I is it, well aware. I bought it three times. Yeah. Because I bought it on the PlayStation, and then I bought this this digital Switch version and when it came out, one. and then I bought the physical one. Yeah. So, I mean, Switch is already great for that, so that doesn't surprise me at all that it outsold on Switch, even though it had more performance issues than the other consoles. It yeah. sold 100,000 copies digitally within the first week on the Switch alone. Okay. I mean, those are pretty good numbers. But so. who knows what physical, and that also doesn't count in um, the... Uh, non back, like backing Kickstarter people sales too. Wait, so. that's not the people who backed it or that is No, this people? is only the people who bought it without backing oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's only downloaded and only on the Switch. Yeah. So those numbers are gonna be higher. Yeah. So yeah. that's gonna sell more probably physical copies. So I mean I would say chances are good that you get another one, whether mm-hmm. you have to back it and then or then hope for a regular retail release remains to be seen. Hmm. But it's good. I'm glad you're liking it. I don't know if I back it though if they did another one i didn't back the first one no i didn't back the first one because of kickstarter like that's the issue we have but now like they've proven themselves so i would i would give them money good point that's the exact same reason i didn't do it because in my mind i was just like oh yeah like all of the other terrible games that got kickstarted and either never came out or came out terribly i don't know if i want to do this yeah you were having ptsd from mighty number nine yeah but john you're right like yeah, they I know they'll themselves. do a game this time, so maybe I will, depending on what the the uh, like reward tiers and stuff are. Yeah, they, maybe, maybe I'll get my cat in the game. There you go. Which one, buddy? No, the, 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 the sad cat. <laughs> no, it so should just be a, It should just be a whole like cavalcade. Just be like, I have a million cats. No, it should be Elizabeth. Dogs. She's she looks like an enemy already. She's missing an eye. Uh, no, she's got an eye. Wow, people no, missing eyes. No, which one? Myra. Uh, right, right. She's dead. She's dead. <laughs> Wow. So she can come back as an undead enemy. Yeah. yeah. Zombie uh, undead cat. zombie Perfect. one-eyed cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, so remember I said there was the, the spoilery secret boss th- mm-hmm. that I was talking about? Now you finally fought him. The uh, one with the, all the the cross weapon and everything. The zombie. I don't know what you're talking about. You said you fought all the secret bosses already. Uh, no, he didn't because it's a secret. The one with the keys. Yeah. There's one with crosses? He throws a cross. He has a whip. 
He throws holy water. Uh, when I got to the point in those games, I was like so overpowered, I just ran in and just like slammed them, and they died. So honestly, I didn't really see them do too much stuff. <laughs> but there's a there's a there's a quest for him. Like the the chick gives you a quest that says avenge Richter. Uh yeah, and I did that one, but like I said, I just like ran in and like it's just... fucking Simon Belmont. Yeah, I know, I get that, but like, <laughs> well, I, I get what you're saying, but I ran into the room and just went like. Bam, you're dead. I oh, didn't get so a chance didn't... to see him do anything. Oh, yeah. He uses all the weapons from... I was just like, hey, there's a guy there. Kill him. Yeah. He's 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 zombie Simon Belmont. Oh, okay. Because he uses like he uses the throwing cross. He throws the axes. He throws daggers. He drops holy water. He does all the stuff from the original. Oh. Well, you can go back and refight them, so... Yeah, you can. I can, I can go and actually see what he's doing. Well, and they all drop a specific item that you need to craft a weapon, yeah. too, so... Yeah, go back. And they and all have it. like a specific shard too that yeah. you have to get, but they still drop randomly. So I remember I like went into a boss room without knowing that they respawned, and I killed them, and then this like their soul shard didn't drop. So I was like, "Oh shit, the yeah, game the butcher must be did broken. that." <laughs> so yeah. I restarted the game and went in again, and I was like, "It didn't drop again. What the fuck is wrong with this game?" I did the same thing because the butcher didn't drop it. I was like, well, I, yeah, was "Am I just fucked? Like, what? What's going on?" Yeah, you screwed. No, you can just go back in, um, but they're super hard early in the game. Mm. I mean, they're secret bosses, so that's kind of their purpose. Secret. Uh, not really secret. Secret. You have to get keys for them. Yeah, they're in the game. Secret keys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what'd you play this week, John? Uh, you got anything new for your new Switch? So, I've been playing Tetris a lot. He's been playing a lot of Tetris. A lot of Tetris. Mm-hmm. And Tetris has taught me, uh, Tetris 99 specifically, has taught me a lot about life. Um, about on. how you get so close to getting something and then it's snatched away. No, it's taught me two very everyone else. It's taught me two very important goals. Number one, don't fuck with other people. I've gotten further in the game by just attacking random people than targeting people. And number two, I can get so close to being good at something, but I'm never good enough. So yeah, Tetris has taught me a lot of life goals this this week. So you have not I've gotten to two, like 20 times oh. i can never be number one to be fair i feel like you're learning the wrong life lessons because in tetris 99 actually you should fuck with people more but but because... what i'm saying is like by getting there and like i've gone and done ones where like i automatically target the people who are attacking me or i automatically target the people who are KOing me but by doing that i'm knocking them out and putting myself in that so everyone else is targeting me at the same time yeah, so the, I found that I get further just by attacking random people until it's about top 10. And then I go towards KOs. Well, the more KOs that you have, the more crap you dump when you're like when you get Tetrises. So therefore, you want to have higher KOs because then you dump more stuff. So that way, even if people are targeting you, you can then just target them back and dump on them because you have a bunch of KOs and that kills them. Hmm. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. I just knew that like I got further by not picking on people. Mm. Um, but, but it makes you weaker yeah. like, in the end game. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's if why you I can't be, get all If the you want to be strong and survive, you need to be a dick. Yeah. And survival of the fittest. Pick on those that are weaker than you. The dickiest. Yeah. yeah. That's, but, see, that's the problem. You need to pick on those that are weaker than you, <clears> like you do in life. Um, and you're one of the weaker people, so you get picked on. So the, Like in life? Yeah. So the life lesson here is don't be weak. Be an alpha and kick all the asses. That's how you do it. But I've gotten uh, my max, like, per or KOs in a match. I've gotten nine at mm-hmm. one point. And it was just, like, the the badges in the lower right-hand corner. Like, it was just pretty much full by mm-hmm. the end of the match. Um, but I played a lot of that. Um, there was also a demo for um, Oninaki, which was, like, Square Enix's... The, the people who made I Am Setsuna. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, like, their third... 
big new original yeah like switch game it's pretty much just Tatsuna and they did another one yeah i can't remember what the second one um it's pretty much just like anime diablo um and i do like it but my big issue is that it's almost too simplistic like you have as a person your one attack and then you can use um like you have uh like a ghost that follows you around and you can get different ones and they have attacks but they only have like four total so it's like an action game but you can't do a ton of stuff and they have like refill meters like in diablo where like when you do spells you you have to wait until it recharges um but uh it's like almost too simplistic that's my small issue with it and also the 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 sound effects are terrible like the dude says the same thing over and over again like when he's attacking you're just like rah, 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 and you're just like fucking Say something else. That's how I attack. I just constantly say rat, rat, rat. You just, you just say the same thing every time? Yeah, when I'm picking on those that are weaker than me, I'm just like rat, 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 rat. And um, I KO them. But it's very good. Um, how, it, like, RPG is it? What do you like, mean? I mean, you said it's, like, Diablo-esque. Is it more Diablo, less Final Fantasy? There's no, like, the only thing that you have that's RPG-esque is that you level up your little ghost people. Hmm. Um, and then you can change their weapons. Cause like, I and was... you as a person, you level up as well, but that's, there's no, like, you don't, they're your attacks. So you, you, you have skill trees to add up to their attacks, but it's an action game. Like it's a Diablo clone. Yeah. Cause like I am Setsuna was like, um, uh, Chrono Trigger. Like it was like spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember for the life of me what the second one was, um, so I'm just like wondering if like their strategy like at this point is just like take other game and like make and turn our own into version it. of that game. It's 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 Diablo. Like you walk around the map and you uncover it like Diablo. I don't. It's not random like Diablo is. Um, but then there's like uh like a phase shift. You go into like the dark world where like the ghosts and stuff are. Hmm. Um, but it's like super dark in that everyone wants to die and kill themselves so they can meet each other in the afterlife. And like the very first like storyline you have, you find this kid who's like, wants to say goodbye to his parents cause he's dead. And so you go and you escort him to his parents and like your ability as a, like a, like what your character is, is like, you can have people talk to ghosts or like know that they're around. So you go up to his parents and his parents are like, Oh, like we wish we could meet him in the afterlife. And you, you're like, all right, you just fucking kill him. You're like, all right, you can meet your son soon. Dead. Um, and then, pick like, on those that are weaker than you. It, yeah. And then the first, like, thing after that is that there's a cult that's, like, killing people and taking their, or taking their money and saying that, like, because you give your money, you can now go into the afterlife, a lot like Scientologists. Mm. Um, there you go. And then they've just killed, like, a wide wave of people. And so, like, you're now trying to go after the, the cultists. I mean, you gotta wonder, like, if we in this world had like definitive proof that there is an afterlife i mean we do how dare you <laughs> <laughs> like if we had like absolute proof there's a book know, like there would be a very like weird uh dichotomy between like people who want to live here yeah like if you know that there's gonna be an afterlife you're like yeah fuck it yeah i'm missing my kid just kill me yeah there are i mean plenty of people do that there's a book that i got it's a real thick thing it's been around for thousands of years it talks all about the afterlife about, about like two thousand years or something like that yeah it's like two thousand no a little less than that i guess I think it's yeah, latin yeah, like for library was, yeah it was written like 500 years after somebody jesus. died sure. so, some guy jesus yeah <laughs> but the game's great um i kind of want to i, I want to buy it but i want a like physical copy and it's not a physical game it's a digital only game 
Well, just wait oh, six no, months. And... I mean, there's there's a English Japanese translated version coming. I mean, there's one in Europe as well. Yeah. But I want like a physical one here. It just seems that Square is selling a physical one in Europe, but they're not selling one here. Like the only way to get it physical in Europe is to you buy it through their play store. That one though. Sure. Um, Lost Sphere was the other game. Lost Sphere. Yeah. The Tokyo Tokyo RPG Factory is the yeah. studio that makes yeah. them. Um, so it's good. Uh, I think I would get it on the PS4. I have my demo on the Switch, but it kind of chugs at times. And also, like, I don't know if this is just my Switch, but I feel like it gets pretty hot pretty consistently. No, that's that's the Switch. Okay, yeah, I didn't uh, know if that was... Mine. Oh, it happened with me playing um, Bloodstained a lot. My Switch got hot. Yeah, um, so it got pretty hot, and I'll just play it on my PS4, but I think I'll get it for that. It is cheaper for the Switch, which is weird. Like, if you preload it, it's 20% off. Well, reverse switch tax. Yeah, um, but only for digital. Well, and it's a digital-only game anyway. Yeah, it'll <laughs> cost more for the physical, $10 more for the physical one when that eventually comes out. It will. Mm-hmm. It's it's 5 bucks more, or 5 euro more. I don't yeah. know what that breaks down to American. $50. Probably. Um, but yeah, I played that, and I played more Marvel. Um, I haven't really gotten terribly far in it, but I realized that... How far are you? Um... I just did the Kingpin stuff. I haven't fought him yet. Mm. I like went through and... Uh, I like that level a lot. The Shadowland is real cool. Yeah. Uh, I like those villains. Although like the, the, the puzzles, quote-unquote puzzles, are the cheesiest things ever. It's just like... Iron Fist is like, the there's an door, so there's a door, stupid. and I can't open it. I can't figure out why I didn't open this door. And I was like, oh, there's these things. The puzzles are so stupid. That are colors. Match the colors. Oh, that's how you open the door. It's not even like a match the colors. Like you don't have to. You know how they they have those puzzles in like God of War and stuff where you have to like and like on hit things where you in have sequence. To move the char- like you have to move the statues all around the room to get them in the right spot. Yeah. In in Marvel, it's you have to do the same thing. We have to put the statues in the right spot, but the statues are just right in front of six <laughs> centimeters yeah. in front of the spot they're supposed to be in. So it's really just like pull it forward an inch and then pull the other one forward. Like you don't have to move them around. It's literally just pull it forward an inch. So it's less a puzzle and more just like a, hey, can you just do that for me real quick, please? That'd be, that'd be and great. also, like, uh, considering that you're a team of a bunch of people that can easily just bust down any door. <laughs> yeah. But well, you couldn't, like, you couldn't break is, down that one. Well, Iron yeah, Fist. Ma- magic. Like, uh, can't Iron Fist, like, punch magic. through anything? No, magic. Oh, it was a magic door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a magic door. Yeah, you can't mess with the magic doors. No, because they were ninjas and mystical people. It's like the hand and stuff. Uh, but I love the Shadowland. I think that's a really cool, like idea in comics yeah where the kingpin just puts an ancient ninja temple on the top of a skyscraper in new york city and goes yeah i own all of this now this is my land <laughs> you're like damn <laughs> but a, i found my move. move i can't i can't put an ancient temple on top of a building so i guess, I guess it's he's his. Right. there's no precedent for it yeah i found my favorite characters are people who i don't care about like the the way they play are characters like miss marvel is my favorite character miss like, marvel's in the a game. great character anyway I mean, um, I haven't played as her in the game, really, but she's a fantastic comic book character. I just don't care about, like, the her in the comic verse. It's just not my thing. Well, you'll get to care about her in the Marvel's Avenger game that comes out next year. Because she's probably going to be in that, as we talked about last week. But, yeah, she's I play her, and then I play as um, uh, Black Widow a lot, too. Like, mm. these are two characters I, like, wouldn't... They're your favorite comic book characters of all time. You've said that many times. I wouldn't care about <laughs> in the comic verse, but I care about in the gaming verse. Um but I realized that if you hold down, you know how like you hold down R to do your attacks, mm-hmm. R and whatever button. Mm-hmm. If you hold down, Z, what is it, ZR, the other one, mm-hmm. 
and there's a, a person who's near you who has one attack that does something similar, mm -hmm. that's how you in engage it in single player. Because, you, you know, in multiplayer, it says, like, hey, hey, when somebody else is doing your attack to, like, combine to do that. Mm. That's how you do it in this in I single player. I just between the two characters. Okay? I tried to do that because there was a box that said, like, if you do this and this, you can unlock this box. And mm -hmm. I was like, how the fuck do I do this? I was I just switching back and forth. Real, like, I would choose a character that like it's going to hit two or three times and in that time it's doing the two or three hits i switch the other one and quickly do that move but now you don't have to because if they're both on your team you just hold down zr and then the the thing it'll instead of having the attack on it it'll have the character's face who you're teaming up with mm. so like uh, miss marvel and, and hulk have one where she does giant hands and he does the slap thing on the ground and when they do them together it does a specific thing mm. um and there was like a, a box that unlocked a concept art which <laughs> i don't care about but that was like the only way to unlock that box was to have those two characters do that specific thing yeah yeah, yeah. um but it also makes the uh the rift things super easy now because instead of just doing your one attack you can do it with anybody else who's around you hmm. so like the very first one like the wave of 100 characters mm -hmm. or 100 enemies i did it normally and it took me like 10 minutes and then i did it with like using that and it took me like two and a half. Oh, there you go. And I'm like level seven or something like that. So I'm not even high enough. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. It's better now that I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. When I didn't like it at first, and now I'm liking it more. Yeah, I played a bunch more of it. I got uh, and I was pissed too because like I was playing it this morning and I got to uh, the X Men stuff <laughs> and I was like, oh sweet, I'm gonna finally unlock some X Men. And like the first two characters of that like story arc are Cyclops and Colossus, and immediately I was like. Damn it. Well, those are the free DLC characters that, that aren't coming yet. in for another month. So yeah. I was like, oh, dad, damn oh, it's it. the first ones you see. It's like the very first ones you see. Like you land at the X Mansion. They're like, we need your help. But it's like, okay, cool. But like, ah, oh, fuck. I wish this was you unlocking and joining the team. <laughs> but I, nope. no, it's not. Because nope. like the only actual X Men is Wolverine, right? No. You unlock, once you get to the X Men levels, you unlock uh, some others. Oh, okay. So I just unlocked. And like one of them that you unlocked is one of my favorite X-Men. So mm. I'm excited for that. He's in. My, he's on my team now. Kitty Pride. He's yes. on my team now. <laughs> don't assume we're gendered. Say what? What? I don't know. I'll cut it later. <laughs> um, uh, that's uh, that's my like next game after Bloodstain. Like, is sinking time into Marvel. It's trying to, it's just trying to sink time into that one. Because yeah. I only played the first area of the game. Um, then you played a little bit with us last week. Oh, that's true. Well, like, we just played the, the bonus mode yeah, and stuff. We didn't play like, any of the story or anything like that. No. Um, so I've only played the opening area. And so, like, I'm kind of torn cause between that and I also bought um, Diablo mm. uh, for Prime Day. So I'm like, do I want to play this or do I want to play Diablo? But I've already played Diablo, like, 40 fucking times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing uh, Marvel. But then last week, we talked about how Joe went bananas with buying all kinds of, like, penny games on the Switch. Uh, and we asked him on last week's episode why he didn't buy the game Old School Musical. Because it was $8. It was, yeah, it was 8 or $9, uh, but it looked awesome. So we were watching, we watched the trailer for that, and then we sent Joe home to, to buy it, along with Fred Eric and Fred Eric 2, <laughs> um, which he did buy but did not play. Um, but then I was like, you know what? That Old School Musical game did look awesome. Well, you see, when I, when I got to that point, when you sent me the stuff for that, I had already run out of all of my coins. Yeah. So you were like, "Hey, you need to buy Fred Eric and Fred Eric too because well, they, I, they're both like nineteen cents, and they look like games that you might yeah, buy." Yeah, yeah. This well, wasn't just like a spend your pennies frivolously joke. Well, no, it was. I, I like I got there and I'm like looking at that. I'm like, I'm not gonna charge 30 30, cents. 38 cents to my credit card, and there's no 
shopping cart on the Switch. You like you have to buy them each individually, I which I fucking can't. You can stand. buy currency though. Well, yeah, but like just buy ten bucks. Well, that's what I ended up doing. That's yeah. where the story is going. I was like, let, I don't him, wanna, let the man tell the story. I don't want to charge. He's where crafting we're going. a tale. Neither does the audience, and you're jumping ahead. <laughs> I don't want to charge two nineteen cent transactions. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to charge ten bucks. But I only wanted to spend thirty eight cents. And now I have to spend ten dollars to spend thirty eight cents. So I was oh like, no! So I was like, ah, okay, fuck it. I'll just buy old school musical with that. To be um, fair, you would have spent it eventually on something else. Yeah, and uh, it would have gone to something. Yes, yeah. but the whole point of me buying all that penny stuff was like, I just have coins. Let me just burn through these. Yeah, coins no, yeah, no, spending why. actual cash on it. Yeah, but and then then I was like, all right, so I don't want to spend thirty eight cents. So I'm just gonna buy. That and then I'll buy this old school musical game, which looked pretty cool at the time. So currently, I'm also now sitting on like an extra like eighty nine cents or something like that. You'll find something for credit, which uh, yeah. Uh, So yeah, I bought the old school musical game. Adam, you ended up buying it as well. I did because Mm -hmm. it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's really fucking good. It's such an awesome game. Like I spent some of my coins to like bring it down or whatever because I was like. how good can a $9 game be? I don't know, but a $5 game could really do it. Uh, so I ended up paying like four something for it, I think. Uh, and exceeded every expectation. I would have paid the full 13 or whatever that it costs. Cause it's a, it's a fantastic game. I really, really love it. Uh, the music is great. It's a little too easy. Uh, yeah. on normal. We should explain how the game works. Um, so it well, plays, we did last week a little bit. Yeah. But like, Go through it now for the people that might not have listened. So it, to it's one. a, it's a. Well, they should. Mm. This see, this is how I get them to go back and listen to old episodes. Uh, see, it's, yeah. a, it's a trick. It's a tool of the trade. Refer to episode one twenty five. One twenty five. Yeah, because <laughs> now I know what episode it is. Um, yeah, so it's a music rhythm game where you're using the four face buttons, which we were worried about last week because the the notes that you're supposed to hit in the music rhythm sections are all arrows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, tell me I'm not going to have to use the fucking Yeah, it's, it's up, this. down, left, right arrows. Yeah, and they're all flying towards the middle of the screen. Yeah, so and I'm like, the way it works is like the up arrow will drop from the top and go to the center and then the other ones. So yeah. like the whole point is to hit them as they cross over the center, uh, the center. target. Yep. Uh, and uh, we were worried that like, oh no, you're going to have to use the fucking D-pad on a switch to try to play this game because if so... Oh, that's going to be rough. But it was the face buttons. And then there are sections where you have to hit the bumpers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's 50 chip tunes, you know, old 8-bit style music. All the music is great. The story of the game is awesome. Yeah, that's what I was saying to you while like, you were texting me about it. I legit want the game... So, like, the way that the game is set up is... It is you're doing the musical stuff, but it's it's um, creating like the false impression of a, like an old school RPG game, mm-hmm. like a like an old school Final Fantasy or even like Legend of Zelda type thing. Initially, that starts mixing in a bunch. Well, of Well, like the first level well. looks like Pokemon. It's a Pokemon level. Yeah, yeah. And even the song starts off, and it's like a remix of Tingle's song too. So it's like referencing other video game stuff. Yeah, the whole the whole thing is just like a big homage to like old video games mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but like, there's a false like story going. Like, there are parts where like the characters talk in like a cutscene esque type of things. Where is like it? the story Jim is going. And... It's Bob and Jill. Bob and Jim, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're being trained by Big Mama, mm-hmm. who throws things at you from her underwear. Yep. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. Well, it was funny because I John was watching me play because like he he came in as soon as like I started it up. Like I went through the tutorial and he came in. And so I'm doing like one of the first levels and I'm not watching what's happening in the background because I'm focusing on 
the buttons that I'm supposed to hit. That's like my major complaint with the game. Not not like I'm I want to see what's going yeah. on, but I have to focus on playing the game. But like I'm like, oh, there's so much stuff going on in yeah. the background. I want to see what's happening. John's like, uh, you realize she's throwing a washing machine at you from her underwear, right? And I was like, no, I do not realize that. But now I want like so I ended up missing a bunch of notes because I was like, what the fuck? Why are you throwing? Put that back in your underwear. Where did that come from? <laughs> uh, I forget the screenshot I took. It was one of the funniest. It's like she some. It's like she summoned a banana from like her secret pocket. Oh like, yeah, it was uh, her secret pocket. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> it's like just call it what it is. Nature's pocket. <laughs> um, but no, so they have to. Uh, uh, Big Mom has been training them their whole lives. They're to... they've grown up uh, isolated on an island all by themselves mm-hmm. with nobody but them and their mother. Yep. Big Mama. Big Mama. Yeah, and then uh, Big Mama goes missing, uh, and then glitches start happening in their world and across the multiverse. And Which then... looked like if you had a like Nintendo game that you didn't clean the dust out, and yeah. like, the little glitches are appearing like all over the screen. Yep. And then you have to go uh, throughout the multiverse to stop the glitches. Tib and Rob. Tib and Rob. Yes. That's what I knew it was. it was like a fake name. Yeah. A real name. Yeah. Uh, so Tib and Rob and Big Mama, a close-knit little family unit. Uh, other levels range from what did we see. We saw Metal Gear, TMNT. Oh, dude, the Ninja Turtles one is so good. Yeah, you were even like, is this a Ninja Turtles level? Is this a Ninja Turtles level? And then like, it cuts to it, and we're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's like, all right, you have to, like, you have to track the. We're getting signatures from the glitches. Like, you got to follow the guy that you were just fighting. He's gone down to the sewer, and I was like, he's gone down to the sewer, has he? <laughs> I know who lives in the sewer. It's the Ninja Turtles, and John's like, oh no, it could, I mean, it could be other things. Like, we're naming off all kinds of games that like have. Right. sewers in them well every game has a sewer level. i know he's like is it mario is it like you know an underworld in mario and i'm like i don't know he said sewer and like i'm thinking ninja turtles well and then he said like he's like i hope there's pizza yeah, down right there. before he's like i'm getting kind of hungry though i could go for some pizza and i'm like it's a fucking ninja turtles level <laughs> and then it cuts to um what were their names again tib and rob tib and rob and they're just green with belts and i'm out yeah that was great it was so it was so good and like the music is all fantastic there's a metal gear level there's a like tetris, a tetris level song, yeah. we're like it's the tetris song like they didn't even make any qualms about it it's the tetris song i think that's like um it's in the public, public, domain. public domain yeah at this point um but that's still cool that like it gives it the kind of gravitas and it, like in that level you're in like a spaceship and you're shooting tetris blocks as like the enemies it's really it's really and like it's only it was on sale when we when we picked it up. It still is. It still is. Yeah. Okay. So right now it's like morning. nine it's, bucks until at least Wednesday. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Until at least Wednesday, and then it may go back up when the sale resets. But even then, it's still like thirteen bucks. And honestly, it's great. Like, and it has the best uh, game over screen ever. Hey, have you have you lost yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for the the first initial one where you have to lose while fighting Big Mama. Oh my god, no. I laughed so hard at that. Where like in the tutorial, it teaches you the, the button plays, and it's like, all right, now I'm going to take the training wheels off and just 65 notes fly at you in all directions at the exact same time. And John was watching me, and I just started laughing because I was like, all right, clearly I wasn't meant to be able to pull that off. Yeah. Uh, that was meant as a joke, and I found it funny. Yeah. Um, so no, if you oh you oh I was gonna tell him to lose. Is that it? You showing it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, when I tried one of the harder le- like I tried to play that first level on hard, um, and because it's so long, I just kept fucking up and seeing that. And the first time we saw that, it's just the it's a guy shirtless dancing. I don't know why. I'm guessing it's one of the devs. Probably or some guy kickstarted to say put me in the game shirtless. And but like, it also right. says give the controller back to your big brother. 
Oh yeah, the tip, the tips for how to get better. It's like a uh, tip for getting better. Hit the buttons in the correct order. Like hit them at the right time. Oh. I'm like, oh okay, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I get um, it now. But yeah, no, the game is great. I absolutely, I can't recommend it enough. It's but worth it, the thirteen dollars. I beat the story. I uh, after the story, there is a like extra story that goes on where it's like, hey, you know that level that you beat earlier, like that was cool, and we definitely you know kick their butts. But that wasn't the whole story. And then like the, you go and you play this extra part, and the extra part even looks like it's a different game. It's quite, it's quite good. But uh, like the one the thing that I was like talking about earlier is. I want to play the game. Yes. Yeah. I, I want, like, without the, play the music RPG. stuff, I want to play the actual, like, RPG story that is going on. Well, have the same music, but so let me, good. yeah, let me play the game, but yeah. you leave the same music. Yeah, because, like, when you're matching all the notes, like, you're watching the characters walking around the overworld map, like, fighting enemies and yeah. stuff. Chickens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad guys. <laughs> Primarily chickens. Um, mm. And I'm just, like, watching going, like... I want to play that though. Like I like this music stuff. Like it's a it's a perfectly fine, like, great like music matching type game. But like that looks really interesting. Yeah, maybe maybe their next game will be the game from this game. That would be interesting if they did that or DLC for this game or something. But, yeah. <laughs> to play the game. This yeah. is their only game too. Huh? Well, there you go. That'll be their next game. Maybe is the game from the game. Because I bet you you're not the only one. Because like we both think we would love to play a RPG version of this story. Or even a, like an RPG from those guys because they clearly get RPG like old school RPGs and how that works. Yeah. So it would be worthwhile seeing it. Yeah, I've uh, very much enjoyed that game. Can't recommend it enough. And yeah. if you like the music, the devs put out a playlist that you can just like put, listen to on SoundCloud too. So like you can just listen to all fifty songs in a giant playlist. Sick. Um, I I wouldn't put him past it to actually press that like if it does well enough so that you can actually physically own it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, all right, well, that'll do it then for what we've been playing. So we'll jump right into this week's lightning round, not lightning round. Uh, we're starting things off with a new Pokemon game. Joe, do you want to tell us about the new Pokemon game? Uh, no, actually, I didn't have that article. <sighs> I even said, do I, I need said, to have do I any need articles? articles? And I forgot about that Because one. you don't have them, because we each come with our own set of news. And, uh, you know, some things you have articles for and some things I do. And I did watch uh, Detective Pikachu again last night. Still hold up? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I noticed a lot more Pokemon in it than on the second way through than I did in the first one. Well, yeah, and that was something that we talked about. Because now I'm like looking all over the right. screen trying to like I know what's happening on story wise, so I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna like look at the background and try and find everything. Um, all right, so the uh, the new Pokemon game doesn't have a title yet, but it is being made in conjunction with the Pokemon Company and Tencent, the Chinese mega corporation conglomerate that makes all kinds of things that you know and like probably. Um, they and, didn't specify your location. Yeah. Well, they, they all do now. Um, they didn't specify anything specifically, uh, only that Tencent is making them. Um, uh, and they are usually, Tencent usually makes mobile and PC games. So assumedly this new Pokemon company, you know, collaboration will be some type of new mobile game. So there's a lot of Pokemon mobile games coming out at this point. Cause they have that Pokemon Masters game coming out. Um, and then they have like the, the box thing whatever the hell the the new version of pokemon bank and then this and then pokemon go so like damn a lot of a lot of mobile pokemon stuff coming out in the future well the thought is that potentially this might just be a chinese specific version of pokemon um that'll be something specifically for that market so this may not even be something that's mass put out to all territories 
Uh, but that's just speculation given what Tencent is. is I don't think there's anything specific is, there. Is Pokemon Go available in China? Um, I would assume so. I don't know. I was looking here to see if it said. Um, but yeah, you're right. Pokemon Masters. That's the other Pokemon game that's coming. All right. Uh, yeah, it's available in China. Okay. It, did, it did come later um, than it did in uh, everywhere else, but it eventually came to China. Um, this article also says that Tencent uh, struck a deal with Nintendo, uh, who's part owner of the Pokemon company, obviously, to bring the Switch to China. So, like, Tencent's working real hard to get... The Switch wasn't available in China? Apparently not. Uh, video games are illegal in China until recently. Uh, yeah, a lot of them are. <laughs> no, uh, video games in general were illegal in China until recently. Until, like, 2015. So they had to... Um, that's why the, like, Nintendo Q or QI thing existed, because it was, like not a video game system it was a like media playing system that had video games on it oh wow i knew that like last year or two years ago or something like there was a whole bunch of games that were banned that got unbanned but i didn't realize it was that recently yeah video game systems are illegal or were illegal until 2015 or something like that and like a lot of things just had like i mean pc games exist because you have a pc you can play games on your pc but you can't have a video game system Hmm. that's crazy until recently so that's why there's lots of Chinese knockoffs of Nintendo systems and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, probably because of some sort of... Um, uh, Purity law or whatever. Or also, like, marketing deal or something with Japan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So they're probably like, oh, yeah, no no Japanese products like to be sold in, in China kind of thing. Is there anything that you'd like to see, assuming this comes to more than just China, that you would want to see in a Pokemon mobile game that you haven't seen or haven't heard of before? I didn't even like Pokemon Go. Which is like the biggest thing in the world for a while there. Yeah, so well, it's because like, it's not really a Pokemon game. It's a walking around looking at your phone game. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess it all kind of depends on what it was. Like, if it's a full-blown, like, Pokemon game for the phone, like, like a, like a classic style, not like a Switch one kind of thing, mm-hmm. like, that would be kind of interesting. If they just kind of made, like, a new, like, GBA-style yeah. one. What about po- Pokemon Snap? Like, that would kind of use your own camera, too. Yeah, that would actually be kind of interesting if instead of like Pokemon Go, they did some sort of like crazy augmented reality thing where like they're just the Pokemon all over the world kind of thing. And it's yeah. not like how it works in Pokemon Go where like you just kind of have to go to an area and it says like, okay, there's a Pokemon here. It closes on your phone. But they're just like constantly all over the world. Yeah. That would be like a kind of interesting thing. And yeah. you just like take pictures of them like running across your rooftop and stuff. I mean, that's kind of what like Pokemon Go was anyway. It was people finding the Pokemon in the real world using the AR, and then, like, screenshotting their phone and be like, look, I had a Pokemon, and it was on my desk. <laughs> oh, yeah, you just, like, position it so it looks like there's a Pikachu yeah. on my car. Oh, my God. I look, mean, it's on my shoulder. I mean, you could do that in Pokemon Go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. So, like, people turned Pokemon Go into Pokemon Snap, essentially, even if that wasn't, like, the goal of it. Right. But I'm saying, like, like, it would be interesting if they did some sort of thing where they could, like, actually populate them in the world. Because, like, when I was watching Detective Pikachu last night... And, they're just like, everywhere. They're, yeah, you just see, like, Pokemon walking down the street and stuff. That'd be kind of cool if you could just, like, hold it up and just kind of see, like... Yeah, in Pokemon Go, they're more sparse. Like, you have to go a little bit to find... And they're things. not actually, like, tethered to the world. They're just kind of, like, floating there on your screen. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting if they did some sort of, like, augmented reality thing where we would, like, kind of insert them into the world to make it look like what it would actually look like with Pokemon running around. That would take a lot. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's possible. No. no I mean, it's, I mean, it's possible, they... but whether or not, like they'd be able to do it for an affordable model. Yeah. Is They've had thing. augmented reality type stuff like that. Like remember way back when the, the connect was coming out, they had that like um, conquer demo that they showed where like 
it showed like Conker walking around interacting with the world like he was like walking around on the table yeah but that's stuff. a stagnant thing yeah it also had to map your room beforehand oh, like saying, if you did that, that on was... a mobile phone you'd have to stand still and hold your phone in the same position i'm and... saying that's like that was technology that started to exist like seven years seven ago. years ago you could start making something along the lines that would be better now with better technology like the stuff in your phone is 10 times better than what the connect can do in terms of visual style and stuff yeah. it doesn't have like the the sensory thing but i I mean, I don't know how fucking technology works, but somebody will eventually do that. Yeah. I mean, even like the AR stickers on like iPhone and Android, those pretty much can be tethered to the ground and you look at them and place them all over the place. So you could do something like that. Even if it's just like, it's Pokemon sticker packs for the AR camera on the iPhone and the Android. Remember the HoloLens? No. No. Because it never came out. <laughs> it's only just been a research project for people to look at at trade shows and be like, oh, that's cool. Remember look at that the things it can be do. like the big thing for the Xbox a while ago and then just kind of vanished? They realized what it was and that it's a learning tool. Like it's a thing for you put it on and you look at the engine and you can take apart the engine fakely and that teaches you how to put together real engines. Like it's, it's more for like research and training than it is for like gaming applications yeah. i think they realized that very quickly and we're just like oh this is never coming to the xbox this is just using the xbox as a processor to teach people how to do like open heart surgery but that's what like the hololens was also like there was the kind of thing where like you play minecraft and you look at the table and it would populate minecraft blocks all yeah. over the table that you could like interact with and move them around but i think they saw like okay we can use this for minecraft or we can use it for, for millions actual of other, practical yeah. other things that are actually useful. Yeah. So I think when it first got announced, yeah, it was had a gaming focus. And then they were like, oh, wait, this is actually way better as a teaching tool than it is as a video game thing. You know what this Tencent game is going to be? What? A Battle Royale game. Sweet. <laughs> I mean, if, it, if it's you get to pick your own Pokemon. And Pokemon then to, Battle Royale would yeah. be pretty interesting. I don't think you would pick your own Pokemon. I think it would be like uh, um, Battle Dungeon where you play as a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, like I want to oh, be Squirtle. As, as I want to be yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I pick a Pikachu, and you can like do lightning attacks. Someone yeah. else can pick a Bulbasaur and like do yeah. vine whips and stuff, and run around a battlefield fighting each other. That would actually be pretty awesome. Well, yeah, and there'd be like different power ups that would like oh, it would make your lightning attack stronger, or it would teach you a new attack, um, or there'd be things where it's like uh, you know what are the stones the the evolution stones what are those called evolution stones, evolution stones. really yeah. yeah oh I thought they had like a I mean, I mean, there's like a specific stone. Is... Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That's what it was. It's the the specific. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but they're called stone. evolution stones. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. So you put those around the world too, and then that's how you can become like a Raichu or a Venusaur or whatever. Uh, I don't know if it would be, be fucking awesome. Like hundred players, but I mean, they could do it with twenty, and that'd be still super fun. Well, yeah, and then like you'd have to you'd have to build your squad out to be like, all right, we need a grass type and a fire type and a water type. Oh my need... god! Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah, because they're working be... with other people. When there'd be that interplay of like oh shit, we need like, before we lose our fire guy, we got to take out their grass guy. Because like, if we're down to water guy versus grass guy, we're going to get fucked or whatever. So yeah, there'd be that interplay of like, shit, we got to make sure to try to take out these types of Pokemon too. That'd be awesome. Joe, say it so it happens. Uh, That would be awesome. They should make that game. There you go. Thank you, Joe, (laughs) for using your powers uh, to fix things. Uh, lightning round. Uh, Nintendo's out here fixing things too, uh, and they're fixing your Joy-Con if they have a problem with drifting. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, reports. Uh, I mean, for a while now, for a couple of years uh, since the Switch has come out, about uh, connectivity problems with the Joy-Con. Uh, primarily, the left Joy-Con would have a problem where they, it would start drifting, and you wouldn't be able to really control where it was going. 
Um, You've had this happen to you. I've had this problem with mine. Um, and uh, uh, like a week ago, it kind of evolved up to the point where there was a class action lawsuit filed against Nintendo. And Not I, filed, but in, uh, in yeah, process. In, in the process against Nintendo. Um, and uh, in order to combat that, Nintendo has now come out and said, okay, yeah, you can just, we'll fix it for you. Yep. You just got to put in a support ticket and they'll send you a new Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send them back. No, back no receipt needed. No. Yeah, yeah you need a receipt, which is normally the barrier to fixing things during these like class action lawsuit type things where it's like, uh, remember a couple of years ago, there was the class action lawsuit about uh, PS3 removing the other OS feature. Or like, yes, so Where you could play, um, you could do like Linux. Yeah, and you stuff. put Linux on your PS3, and so that settlement was like, all right, you can get up to like a hundred and fifty dollars, uh, but you have to send in your receipt from when you bought your PS3, which for most people was six, seven years prior, uh, and you have to prove that you had it installed Linux on it beforehand. Or it's like, how do I had to take a video of me using Linux at the time to be able to prove seven years away, not knowing you'd take it away that I did right. like. It didn't make any sense, and it's just like, oh, what a fucking barrier and hoop to jump through. Uh, but this is just like, no, just tell us that you have the problem, and we'll, we'll take care of it, which is good. I mean, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is that people could say, like, oh, I don't, I have the problem. They're like, all right, prove it. And they're like, no, I, I don't have the problem. I was lying. <laughs> but, I mean, in the long run, what are they losing out on? I mean, assuming the fact that you mail back your busted one. Just they're just going to fix gonna it. They're just going to repair it and then, like, resell them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but it's good that they're doing that. They or even just fix them and mail them to some other customer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You're just gonna get somebody else's repaired other Joy-Con mailed back to you. Yeah, as probably. opposed to a fresh new one. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's not gonna be fresh new ones anyway. Maybe yeah. the first like ten people who did it are getting fresh ones, <laughs> and then it's just recycled ones after. Well, that. some people will because some people you know what people do to their controllers and they're grimy and gross, and no matter what you do, especially if you have like one of the colored ones. If someone wore away the coloring on that from overuse and being just a generally dirty person, also they were you're like, not getting that one. The finish on them was like notoriously bad. Remember how they had to like warn people not to put stickers on them because oh yeah, you couldn't put the like um, the like skins the skins yeah because it would it, just peel the like the, mm-hmm. the, the outer layer of your uh, Joy-Con off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, good on Nintendo. Like this is really above and beyond the like yeah the. The, the customer service that a lot of other companies would do. I mean, ultimately, it would have just come down to this anyway if they lost the, law, the lawsuit. So they were just like, fine, we'll just do it now. Yeah, yeah. but to lose, it. to lose that lawsuit, you have to prove that they did it like maliciously, which like, how do you do that? And if they were agreeing to fix them before, like you'd have to prove that they knowingly shipped out the things from the get-go with the, this problem. And like, how do you prove that? So it's one of those, because they were always fixing it. You just had to pay to get right. it fixed. Which was like, we didn't talk about it last week, but they issued a, a, a statement saying like, yeah, if you have this issue, just put it in ticket. Like, yeah. Like normally. Like, yeah. I don't know why they had to say that because that's kind of common sense. No, but, but apparently they did because somebody's filing a clash action lawsuit. People, people don't contact. They think of everything else before they contact like right. customer service. Well, that's also, I'm just saying like common sense means you shouldn't have to say this, but of course they have to say it because yeah. now people are filing a lawsuit. Of course. Also, the traditional um, warranty is only 12 months for that. Some people have had them. I mean, I've had mine for two years now. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't contact customer support when it started happening. Well, true. Yeah. But I mean, it was just the kind of thing where I was like, oh, it's like initially for me, I was just like, oh, that's weird. It like did this for a few minutes and then reconnected. So I just kind of went like, all right, all right then. Yeah. Like it wasn't a, a constant. It, it was a problem that happened a lot, but it wasn't something that like affected your. It wasn't play, consistent. Really. Yeah, it was like it would happen for like a minute and then go away. Yeah. 
And then I'd be like, oh, okay, so it's fine now. So I just kind of went like, all right, and maybe it's just like a glitch or because it happened with me and you playing. And we yeah, we thinking, thought it was like, wireless. Is it just because it's like far away? Like, yeah. Because we're doing it wirelessly? Is it just because I'm bad at the game? Like... <laughs> yeah. But even uh, no, it was like on the character screen. Like I was trying to select a certain character, and I was like, I can't. It just it's just moving in that direction. So I'm just going to we'll get better this character. character selection. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even when we were last week when we were playing um, Marvel Legends, I kept experiencing that because I was using my Joy Cons and yeah. a cradle, uh, and there was a point where like we were running around, and I was like, why the fuck is he pulling to the left? <laughs> like I want to go right. Yeah. Uh, so it was even happening then because you're bad at the game. Yeah. Did you put in a ticket, Joe? Uh, no, I really should. Though. <laughs> So after all this whining, and you're not going to do that thing that we're commending them on doing. I mean, I wasn't the one whining. I was, Stop I, whining, No, Joe. just whining in general. Yeah. Yes. Uh, like, I'm the one that's just going like, oh, that's a weird inconvenience. Oh, well. Well, you should do it now. I'll yeah. deal with it. I wonder how long it's going to take for them to actually get back to you, though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's smart for them to send it out. I don't know if they are sending it out first or not. Like, I don't know if you have to send your Joy-Con back to get one. Oh, they can't do that. They, they sure like, can. The sure Xbox can. did. They can. If it's yeah. if it's so bad that you can't play games with it, then what what does it matter if you have it or not? Right. I mean, the Red Ring was the same thing. They sent you an empty box. And the same yeah. thing with the uh, Rock Band uh, guitars. They sent you an empty box. You put your guitar in. They sent you a new one. Well, that's. I mean, those are a little bit different than the. I feel like the Joy-Con's so small and oh, it's only a part. It's not like it's the whole system like it is with the Red Ring. No, but they're also seventy bucks for the the two of them. Yeah, so it's only thirty five bucks per Joy-Con, which isn't you know, it's still cheaper than a Rock Band guitar. It's cheaper than an, an Xbox. I guess I can see it that way, but it's also a pivotal part of your. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna sit there with just the right Joy-Con? <laughs> I mean, you can play oh. most of the games with just the right Joy-Con. I, it's not a it's not a big deal for you anyway because you've got. Yeah, I, I, have, different controllers. I have uh, two sets of Joy-Cons and two yeah, uh, so Pro controllers. Brag so. about it. So just, just send it. I will. <laughs> just send it. Just yeah, send it. I'm, so, I'm just drowning in controllers. Yeah. You know what, Joe? Get your own podcast, talk on it, and brag about all the things that you own. Okay. All right? It's cool. just going to be me staring at my room going like, I got that. <laughs> no, the, the, I mean, you're doing it now. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's legit. You're doing it. You're doing it now. Business. No, I'm going to start my own podcast. It's right, just me fine. describing my room. All right, moving on. I mean, that'd be, you have a lot of episodes worth yeah, of content. I got content. a lot of stuff in my fucking room. That's what I'm saying. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we've got more actor controversy this time in the Fire Emblem series. John, take it away. Uh, so a voice actor for the Fire Emblem mobile game and also for Fire Emblem Three Houses, which just came out on Friday, um, is uh, removed from the game because apparently he did some not nice things to people. Uh, so, uh, his name is, uh, Chris something, uh, Chris Niosi. I was going to say, Joe tries all the Japanese names and he gets them wrong every time. Chris Niosi. at least try this. N-I-O-S-I. Um, so he was removed from the, uh, mobile game, uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. And then when it came out on the Switch, the Fire Emblem Three Houses, he was still on it, but then they patched him out and put somebody else on because um, apparently he was like abusive to exes who were also involved in the industry and other people in the industry and like went on Tumblr and apologized and came out and was just like, yeah, I'm a terrible person. I'm, I'm apologizing. Sorry. Also, they removed me from stuff. But like his he put like seven different direct apologies to people and they were like thousand word entries and everyone started off with this isn't me trying to save face or, you know, like. Uh, like I'm apologizing, but I I'm not doing it to like not lose my job. But then he lost his job. So, like, yeah, yes, you are, man. 
Um, I didn't read directly what he did because, again, it was like 10 pages long per mm-hmm. each of them. But apparently he was like verbally and like mentally abusive to a lot of people um, and using his like statue as a voice actor to get things he wanted. Um, so c- cool. I, I'm no, glad not they, cool. Well, not I'm, cool like, at all. Cool in the decision <laughs> that, that, that they removed him. Oh, okay. Um, but then I guess Joe was saying that Nintendo said like, oh, no, we removed him for another reason. Yeah, I think the Nintendo, um, I didn't actually read Nintendo's, um, I'm seeing if I can find it now, but I saw somebody say that um, Nintendo actually fired him because of him breaching an NDA contract uh, by talking about something else about the game. Um, Yeah, he was was verbally abusing people, being like, you're a terrible human (laughs) scum piece of shit, also Fire Emblem Three Houses comes out on Friday the 26th, Uh, don't tell anybody yet, they haven't announced it yet. So I did, You piece of shit! (laughs) I found Nintendo's statement, which is two sentences long. After assessing the situation, we decided to re-record the character's voiceover in Fire Emblem Three Houses and Fire Emblem's Heroes with another actor. The new voice actor will be included in a future patch. There you go. That's it. They didn't say anything. No, because that's the smart way to do it. Um, This dude probably... um, like he did this to himself essentially obviously his actions did it but also he came out no one did it to him well but he also came out and like said it before anybody else could point fingers at him so like he went and apologized to people before they were like no there were allegations first and then he apologized and then he's like yeah they're true i'm sorry i'm a piece of shit but like the voice acting him being removed from the game wasn't the catalyst for this this he apologized and then they said oh okay well now we're gonna take you out yeah so maybe if he didn't say anything, they would have left him in, but uh, who knows? Yeah, according to this Polygon article, he was removed for violating an NDA. Uh, weird. I mean, I have the direct statement from Nintendo, and it's pretty minimal. So, um, uh, uh, was discovered in the credits of the mobile game Fire Emblem Heroes. One of the incidents he apologized uh, involved bragging about his role as a player male character in Three Houses and apparent violation of the NDA covered in that work. Nintendo World Report learned that Niyosi was removed from the Heroes earlier this week. His role was given to another actor. Uh, it was held, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, he was planned to be removed in an update for the game. There you go. Well, he's done now. So, I mean, if you all... So, apparently, in the, the reason he was fired was because in the apology, he talked about how he was bragging about getting the role, which is in violation of the NDA. So, he was fired admitting to breaking the nda in his apology again which might just be which is what i said way yeah so his apology has led to his firing which is what i was saying before but like more round of the bout like he had been alleged of doing this but him coming out and apologizing for doing this was what caused him to get fired not the fact that he was being alleged for doing it yeah but it's still not even the things he he did that got him fired no it was the fact that he uh, talked about it well, and then the, the, if he, the if he didn't is... apologize, he wouldn't have admitted to breaching the NDA. Right. Well, no, but he could have apologized and not said like, and then I bragged all over town about being in the game. Yeah. He could have just been like, "I'm sorry, I bragged about my work to others." And like, they wouldn't know what work. And the apology isn't what did it. It's the admit the admission of breaking the law. Supposedly. Yeah. I mean, could be anything. Whatever. The dude uh, is not in the game anymore. He still got paid for it though. So mm-hmm. like, cool that he's not in it, but no he's probably not at much of a loss financially right now but he probably will be in the future mm-hmm. uh lightning round uh so speaking of people who are having to backtrack uh a bunch of doom games came out this week and they're not at all what people expected 
Uh, yep, uh, this is a problem that has largely already been corrected, but we figured we might as well mention what had happened. Um, Bethesda recently released uh, like new updated ports of Doom 1, Doom 2, and Doom 3. Uh, this came with a lot of fuck-ups on their part, I guess I would say. Yes. Uh, so initially, the first uh, problem that people noticed was that um, in order to play the games, you needed to create and sign up for a Bethesda like online account uh, just to even play the games after you had already purchased them. So a lot of people were like, what the fuck? Why do I need to create an account to like play this game that I've already bought? Also, you can buy it on the Switch and you can only play it online. Because you have to be, oh, yeah, you yeah, have to be yeah, logged yeah. into your Bethesda. Account. Yeah, you have to. Not only do you have to log into the account, you have to be logged into the account in order to play the game. So it must be connected to the internet in order to be logged into the account in order to play it. So, like, if you are playing it on the Switch, like John said, and you take it on the go with you, you can't log into the account. So therefore, you can't play the game for this well, twenty-year-old game. Be logged in, you know, what not I mean? if you're not connected to the internet. But I'm saying, like, once you log in once, do you have to log in every time? Or it's I just think like... it verifies your account. Yeah, it's an gotcha. online, like, it's a game that you have to play. But you have to be connected online to play it. Gotcha. Yeah, it has to, like, verify that your your account uh, when you, like, turn it on in order to connect and play it. Um, so that was the first initial problem that came with the game. Uh, immediately after that, people noticed that there was uh, something weird going on with the earlier version of the game that released. Doom has been released multiple times on multiple different systems. Mm-hmm. Um and everyone was kind of sitting there going like, well, I already have, you know, everyone's already complaining about this problem. But they're like, oh, well, I already have Doom downloaded originally, uh, you know, on my console anyways. So I'll just go and re-download that in order to play it again. Uh, one of the big problems that came with that is that they made it so that you couldn't re-download the older versions of the game. Oh, you can't even re-download it if you owned it before? No. no. Wow. So, like, if you had purchased the earlier version of the game and you went to re-download it, they had taken it off the marketplace. So even if you had already purchased the game... Not only could you not buy it new or like buy the older versions now if you wanted to, if you had already owned them, you had you couldn't even re-download them. But if it was on your system already, you could still play it. It wasn't like you, yeah, if it was still if it was your... still already on your system, like if you had never deleted it mm-hmm. off, you could still play it. But yeah. like if you had deleted it, save space or something. Like I have six hundred games on my Xbox, and only like two hundred of them are installed right now, just because I'm like oh, I'm not playing this right now. I'll just mm-hmm. delete yeah. it off my hard drive to yeah, save of space. Um. So if I went to go and try and re-download um, the original versions of Doom right now, uh, you couldn't. Uh, John, you were saying like they also made it so that they weren't backwards. Because originally they were released on the 360 and they were made backwards compatible with the Xbox One. Yeah. So they also removed the ability to play it on the Xbox One. Yeah, I even went and checked and you couldn't. I couldn't find it on the store on my Xbox One. Well, no, they uh, took it off the store. No, but like they... The like the icon that should like said download like wasn't it was like grayed out and I was like I, I own it like it's it's shows, well, what, it shows in my library yeah that's what Joe's saying but like if you already had it on the Xbox One could you play it still uh, it's saying uh, that know. the Xbox 360 backwards compatible version was not working so if you oh, had it installed working. yeah if okay. you had it the Xbox 360 version installed on your Xbox One gotcha. and you went to play it, it wouldn't work yeah because that's different than I couldn't download it again because that's the same problem as before but yeah, this they, is the... they removed the backwards compatibility function for the game which it was there to begin with but they took it away that seems like a thing that Xbox I thought was in control of the backwards because Xbox is always the one that announces when a game is now backwards compatible that that seems like a weird thing that they'd be like oh yeah you can take that out if you want uh, according to Bethesda's uh, responses to all this, all of these things were just an error right. on, on the part of the 
So yeah, everything they everything they said, they're like, oh, it's an issue. We're working it out. It wasn't intended to be that way. No, Every all three of these issues was an error, apparently. Well, yeah. yeah, they're probably all tied to the same thing. Or they just were hoping they would get away with it, and then people called them out on it, and they went like, oh, shit, okay, uh, error. Sorry, it was a mistake. Yeah, we're fixing it. Sorry, uh, it was it was an issue. Uh, wasn't intended. Yeah, so uh, like it, it very much is, now you kind of look at it this way. Was this all just a, a series of misfortunate events, Lemony Snicket style? No. Or was this, they were hoping they would get away from it, and they got called out, and they said, uh, like, was this plan, like, I, I always kind of wonder, like, how many things that are errors are just companies hoping they would get away with it, and hoping that people wouldn't call them out for it, but they already had it, like, the planned fix kind of thing, like, let's see if we can do this and force people to buy the new one, and then if we get called out for this, we'll just say, oh, it was a mistake, we fixed it. Here's the thing. How much did the how much did the Doom one cost when it came out the other day? Fifteen bucks. I think it was ten. Okay, so ten dollars. Yeah. So you're so you're saying that you think this company was like, we're so greedy for that extra ten dollars, we're gonna take away the game they already yes. played and make them spend ten dollars again. It's yes. Doom one through three though. It's not just the first one. I know, but like, you have to you buy them individually, right? It's not like Doom one, two, and three. It's yes. one game. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it seems like a weird thing to be like. Let's rem- maybe the removal of the store that's their one thing, but I don't think like the backwards compatible thing. I feel like that's probably a mess up. The online thing is a stupid mistake or decision, but that's not a monetary one. It just seems weird to be like, let's go after them for their ten dollars. Well, my guess is like if you want to play it, you get to play the most recent version, which is our new upgraded thing. Yeah, but what's new in the new version? Anything? I think it's like upresed and like it's smoother. I mean, it's it's any, oh, okay. any so just it's like any little... remaster. It's it's remaster. But I wasn't sure if it was a remaster or re-release. No, no, no. It's yeah. it's a remaster. remaster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even so, though yeah. it's still a twenty-year-old game, it just now looks slightly better. I don't. I honestly don't know what the difference is because I didn't care that much. Yeah, I think it's like I, it's... I'm I'm cynical enough that I could easily see a company being like, "Are you really like... going to stake your reputation on ten dollars for Doom?" You know what I mean? Like. If you do that, like I could see this happening for some like bigger game. This is Bethesda we're talking about. <laughs> like, these are the company that put out Fallout seventy six. Yeah, people like Fallout seventy six. It just had a rough life, released in pre release essentially. No, but they had a ton of like really sketchy shit. Like uh, in in terms of the in like store marketplace, they got called out on a lot of funky shit that they were doing. The the uh, the the marketplace that they had in the game where you could like buy materials and stuff like that for mm-hmm. the, the world building aspect. People call them out for them being like grossly overpriced, uh, manipulating the market prices of things. Uh, lots of lots of sketchy stuff. They banned like the top player of that game too, for mm-hmm. for like seemingly no reason. But yeah, they, they've 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 done lots and lots of sketchy things themselves in the past. It just seems like a lot to stake your company rep, like especially if you just put out but Fallout seventy six well, and saying. you're trying to like not have backlash and all of a sudden you're like no let's be skeevy over ten dollars well that's what i'm saying like you you do it you see how quickly people call you out and then you say oh we fixed it and then you get to like play the 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 hero they could could have they could have done this and said all right well let's see if we get called out and if we get called out we just say oh it's a bunch of mistakes like we fixed it but you're already under fire like why would you be like let's give them another box to check in hating us on the off chance we don't get caught you know what I mean? Like, it seems like you're you're sticking your neck out a little far when people are ready to drop the, like, you're in the guillotine already because people are like, Fallout 76 that, is a piece of shit. When you're Whereas, in the guillotine, that's when you start doing the sketchy stuff to try and get out of it. Really? Would you? No, that's when you start retracting and being like, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry, sorry. You don't stick your neck out farther and go, pay $10 for Doom. 
We, you can't play the old Doom anymore. Buy this new one. Like, like it just seems like you're. Why are you risking more? Why are you risking backlash for ten dollars? I'm the I'm the kind of person that thinks like if you're already in the hole, you start digging. Also, no, you re- think you about try it. to reach out for hands to help you. You don't. You don't just. I don't. I don't picture. You don't stick to your I, shovel. I, like I said, I'm the cynical one. When I look at a, a mega corporation, I think, how are they going to try and do more like? dumb shit to try and get away with stuff i don't think of like i don't think they're they're ever trying to appease people they're just trying to figure out how to get away with screwing people well joe spin it this way though uh did you know about doom before it came out these like remasters i mean i knew they were coming did you but now we're talking about it now it's the way that everybody wants it to be now people are gonna be like oh it's fixed it's out it's 10 bucks maybe i'll buy it yeah, I mean controversy, like right. Otherwise, all, I wouldn't no have known. New, or was bad bad all, bad news is right. Good news. All, all press is good press. Um, There's no bad news. Keep keep going. What the You'll fuck is there, that quote? <laughs> bad press is good press. All, yeah, all, all all press is good press. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, yeah. So you, you I mean, it. my th- my thought is I'm in agreement with Joe. Where like they were just like, well, let's put it out there. If it gets backlash, then at least people are talking about it, yeah. and then we'll fix it. And, and then now we, we fix like it. The, and then we and then we get to say, oh, we're the good guys. And we, now it was we just fixed a mistake. it. We right. fixed it. But I feel like you'd be worried at this point because people already hate you for Fallout 76. If they hate you for this thing, they'd be like, oh yeah, you fixed it. Good on you. But like, I'm not buying your game after what you just pulled. But they and also supposedly fixed Fallout 76. So like, yeah, but there, but how many people said I'm never paying Fallout 76 because of those shenanigans that you just pulled? Like you tried to do all that bullshit. I don't care that you fix it. You were greedy. You were dickheads. I don't want to play. I'm not buying your games. I'm done. It just seems like a lot to stake to stake your reputation for ten dollars. I'm not saying it didn't happen. It's just I would like to think that you wouldn't be so stupid for such a small return. I don't know. As a, also as a corporation, like I wonder how much of them being like I don't know. Like let's just put it out there. Like we don't see what's wrong with it. And then when people are started complaining, they're like, okay, I guess maybe that's bad. Yeah. The, the always online thing probably not that bad if it weren't for the switch. Yeah. Every other console is going to be connected to the internet. I mean, or if it was a thing where it's like you sign in once right. and that's it. We don't verify. You don't have to be connected to the internet right. the rest of the time. As long as you were signed in and don't sign out, you're good. Because then like you, you have to buy the game digitally. So you have to be connected to the internet. Right. It's just like registering your product. So yeah. that one I can understand except if for the Switch. Yeah. So like there's one. The backwards compatibility thing might be an issue. Um, I think that's probably just store. They updated the but store. But straight and up taking it off the store, I'm guessing it's probably not. They were probably saying this is the ver- the version of the game that we want to convey to people now. Yeah. So this is the version of the game you're gonna want. If you bought it already, just buy the new one. It's ten bucks. So like that's I'm trying to like put this in perspective of like I'm Bethesda. Well, I can understand taking it out of the store so it can't be purchased again. Right. But I don't. I and I think doing that caused the mistake of not being able to re-download it again. Right. I feel like that's a disconnect of removing the old version of Doom from the store for purchase caused the removal of it for download which mm-hmm. i think was an unintended consequence which I followed think, the yeah i think this is just i think this honestly is a you know just a matter of circumstance if they try to do too many things all at once and it kind of just like they tripped over themselves doing it between them and you know xbox or playstation or whoever was had to take those things off the store before if this was a 60 dollars collection i would be more inclined to be like all right, you tried to scam people out of $60 for Doom, even though they had paid $15 before for all these games and they were getting it for 45 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you're trying to charge them 60 because it's a little smoother. I'd be like, all right, I see what you're doing now. 
but the individual game part of it and the ten dollar part of it just seems like how would you why would you risk why would you risk backlash when people are already mad at you? I mean, for ten bucks. For ten, I can, yeah, I can 10, see both ways, but also yeah, like it's bucks. only ten dollars if it's we if we lose. Actually. Okay, okay. If we lose the twenty dollars, then like, oh well, it's twenty bucks. Yeah. Like, so maybe they're thinking of it that way. Regardless, they fucked up, and and they're fixing it, and now they're fixing it. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Yeah, so it's fine. If you're mad at them for fucking up again, then don't buy it. And we're talking about it, so that's also a I'm plus gonna cut for out them. This whole segment, we're not talking about it. Well, that was a time waste. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing the whole thing out. We didn't actually talk about it. Nobody talked about it. Uh, lightning round. Something we did talk about last week, in fact, uh, was Plants vs. Zombies, which is getting a new uh, mobile game, Plants vs. Zombies 3, which is in alpha on Android currently. And in the game for that, I believe, uh, we unearthed some new things about a potential different Plants vs. Zombies game. Yeah. Was it what I wanted? Uh, yeah, John. Last week when we were talking about this, you said, I really hope they make a uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 3. Yeah. Looks like they're making a Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 3. Yay! Uh, yeah. Uh, was it was it hidden in the code for that? I don't know if it was hidden in the code or if it was like a painting on the wall. It was something with related to the game. There was... Oh, it was uh, actually it was um, uh, an email that was sent out um, to gotcha. people. Uh, who, was... who were part of the... The, yeah, the it, was a, it was a alpha. confidential email sent out to <laughs> the uh, people anymore. in the alpha. They must have sent it to the Fire Emblem guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was a confidential email sent out to people that were part of the alpha test, uh, asking them if they wanted to participate in another Plants vs. Zombies experiment. Mm, that's what it was. Or experience. Um, On consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you are invited to participate in a new PVZ shooter codenamed Picnic playtest on Xbox One. Oh, or PS4 uh, is what the email said. Uh, it's made by the team. So maybe by the team that created uh, PVZ Garden Warfare. The Pick and Close Alpha will be uh, give players a first glimpse at the new game. So basically, they all got an email saying, like, hey, do you want to participate in uh, an alpha test also? Dude. Like, you're already participating in this. Do you want to participate in the one for Plants vs. Zombies Garden yep. Warfare 3? I jokingly make fun of this all the time, but it's definitely a Battle, War, uh, battle Royale game. Okay. This is this is Plants vs. Zombies Battle Royale. It, it has to be. I mean, they didn't call it Garden Warfare 3. They said yeah, Picnic. It's, it's, well, it's, it's codenamed Picnic. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, if it was a, a third one, they would just kind of straight up say a third and one. They, and they said it's made by the team that made Garden Warfare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is definitely didn't, an online... Yeah, it didn't exactly say Garden Warfare 3. It's made by the team. No. It's yeah. a new Well, because it's not announced one. yet. So yeah. regardless, it's not announced yet, so they're only using codenames. So... Garden Warfare 3 could be the title of it, and it's, it's Battle Royale it's a Battle Royale. nature. Yeah, because, or... I mean, it's already a uh, hero shooter to begin with. Yeah. It's not a far stretch to now make it a Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. Cool. So there you go. You got what you wanted. I mean, I'll I mean, I don't a, know if I'll I want a Battle Royale. You got what you wanted. Okay, you, you willed it into existence by the power of this podcast. You have to play it now. Uh, I mean, I will play it. If it's free, I'll, I'll play it for sure. The, the other ones were free, though. Uh, the first one was a $60 game. The second one was, like, a $30 game, and then, like, six months later it was free yeah it was it went like free super fast which is fine i mean those games are great i love those and i played a lot of them so if the third one comes out and it's just straight up free to begin with i'll buy it for free there you go there you i mean you have to yep you will it into existence you made it a thing you have to play it i mean maybe they could do the thing where like it's a, a, a traditional one but it also has a, a battle royale mode, mode. Like, yeah like black ops 
4 did. Yeah. Like, it was still Call of Duty, but also had a Battle Royale mode attached to it. I'll be in for that, for sure. I think that's probably what you're going to get, is a traditional modern, or Garden Warfare 3 with Battle Royale right, modes. Right, just have Battle Royale, the, the picnic mode. Yeah, exactly. Where I just bring all your friends to the picnic, and then see who the last plant or zombie is standing, probably. Cool. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, all right, lightning round. We got another rumor. Uh, this one's a little bit different. This one is involving a wrestling game. Now, let me pull up the, the details here. Now, Joe, you do not know what this is, correct? Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, John does, because we talked about it earlier in the week. Uh, there was a game designer from the company Ukes, which makes the um, the current 2K games, mm-hmm. uh, as well as being the developer of the old uh, THQ games from back in the day. Uh, his name is Brian Williams. He put out on Twitter the last musician? week. What? The musician? Brian Williams? Isn't that a... The Beach Boys? Are you yeah. thinking Brian Wilson? Oh. You're thinking of Brian Wilson. We, yeah. we did Brian the same, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Damn no. it, Joe. <laughs> Brian Williams is the disgraced former host of the NBC Nightly News who made up a story about being in a helicopter in Iraq. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This is spelled differently, though. This one's with a Y. Like, oh, why yeah. did you lie about that helicopter incident? <laughs> Brian Williams. No, it's a different Brian Williams. He works for Ukes. Uh, he's a game design supervisor. Uh, he put out a tweet earlier, I think it was either earlier this week or late last week, and we missed it for last week's episode. Uh, and it says, had a great day at the office, writes the developer. Basically had a six-hour meeting with my coworkers discussing plans for a project I hope becomes a reality. We played a lot of blank today. Now, I say blank because I would like you, Joe, to say which game you either think or would like to see remastered from the WWEF catalog of video games. I mean, the the main one would be, if I were to think of anything, it would be WCW versus NWO. Revenge or World Tour? Uh, World Tour. No, the answer is Revenge. Damn it. Wait, well, is that the actual answer? No, the, no, the secondary the, the, question of... Which one was of, the better one? Yeah, the secondary question of which one do you want was wrong. It should be Revenge is the good one. Okay. That's they the also wouldn't one. remaster a game for a company that doesn't exist anymore. That company exists. I can watch all their content on the network for only nine ninety nine. What, you mean WCW? Yes. Or? Yeah. yes. <laughs> but like, yeah, the, yeah I mean... I but, mean, the WWE owns all yeah. the WCW stuff now, yeah. right? Right, so but they, the title of the game is strictly referencing a company that is now engulfed by the... But you're not, you're, you're not referencing the company, you're referencing the game. So like, if you remake the game, people are going to be like, I remember that game, I want to play that game. Yeah, I mean, when most people talk about know. like what was Chances the best wrestling might, game, yeah. it would be one of those two. Yeah, you're not remaking a game like that for the glory days of WCW, you're doing it because people love... Because it's a great game. Yeah. But that's not the that's not the answer. Uh, I mean, that would be the the one I would think. Um, I mean, it can't just be a like they're not like a good old WWE Two K Twelve like is getting remastered. No, 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 no. they're not saying like that. No. So like, it's got to be one that's different and set up like All Stars. Is it no, is ugh. it the one where you are uh, the kart racing or not kart racing? It was like oh, a uh, twisted WWE metal Crush Hour. Crush Hour yeah. game of all time. Yeah, the twisted metal uh, version. Clone. That game is awesome. First of all, they should remake that. That game is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it sucks, but it's awesome. Uh, I played the shit out of that game back in the day. Uh, it is not that. Uh, most people would probably say like a WrestleMania 2000 or a No Mercy. Uh, it is not those either. Um, what they had played a lot of that day was SmackDown. Here comes the pain, uh, which featured Brock Lesnar on the cover. came out in, I think, uh, 2004, 2005. Uh, it was the very last uh, SmackDown-only game before moving on to being SmackDown versus Raw. So 2004, Here Comes the Pain came out. Yeah, because 2005 um, was SmackDown versus Raw. Well, what yeah. system was that one on? PS2. PS2. 
I don't think I played that one. Uh, I it's, did. It was it's, the f- it's good. Yeah, it's a very good game. Um, as I was reading about this, this was never one in the forefront of my mind as one of the great wrestling games. But as I was reading through stuff about it on the internet, it is considered by, I think, probably the generation of like the people like the next five years younger than us who may not have played the early, the late 90s, early 2000s N64 games. And that really came into, you know, wrestling games with the SmackDown games on PS2. It makes sense. There are a million PS2s in the, in the wild at any given time. So uh, this was also one where you could climb like anything and do like crazy moves off of like the the Titan Tron, a top of a tractor trailer, the top of like Madison Square Garden. Like you could do all these like crazy jumps and dives off of it, uh, which is great because I used to be like Shane McMahon and RVD just doing <laughs> falling off the highest possible. What's thing the I biggest thing I could throw myself off? Of? Yeah, and so one of the things that was kind of like detached a little bit was that it had all these like crazy moments that aren't in wrestling games anymore because they're more grounded sim based. This was the last one where it was like part sim, but also like we respect the arcadey nature of what a wrestling game could and should be, which is like, who cares about their safety? Cause they're fucking video game characters. So let's throw them off whatever we can throw them off of. Let's stack two tables on top of one another. I think this one might even had still infernal matches uh, and stuff. So I think that might be why you try to remaster some of these older ones is that you can include things that WWE may not want to include in the current product, uh, but would still be something where you don't have to make a new game or an offshoot game. You just be like, remember this other game that was great? Here you go. Um, One of the other things that was big about that game is it had a full-on story mode written by WWE writers. So it felt like a WWE storyline progression thing as opposed to just like, you're the hotshot rookie. Try to win the WWE title. Is, was, it, is this their uh, competition with themselves thing? That's it what might I was, be. I was yeah. just about to bring that up because well, a couple weeks ago we talked about how they wanted to make their own non-licensed wrestling game to compete with themselves. Now in that tweet, he didn't. They said that they were just playing that game. Like they didn't say and mention anything about it being remastered or anything like that, right? No, this is uh, basically had a six-hour meeting with my coworkers discussing plans for a project I hope becomes a reality. And we played a lot of SmackDown Here Comes the Paint. So, so maybe they were saying, let's go back to the more ridiculous stuff. Let's play this game to give ourselves some ideas of what we could implement into this new... Yeah, it's uh, possible. ...like unlicensed game. Mm-hmm. I really hope they do make another... Uh, Heroes? What was the... Uh, All-Stars. All-Stars, yeah. I, I want another All-Stars game. I just we, didn't like the art. The shit out of it. Yeah. I didn't like the art style for it. it I didn't like the over-the-top, like, like, super-jacked versions of every wrestler. We didn't like it either, but, like, it was one of those things that, like, we GameStop rented, mm-hmm. uh, like, just being, like, how stupid could this be? And then, like, went and bought copies of it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, after a, a eight-hour, like, 4 a.m. Yeah. like, play session, we're, like, we're falling asleep while playing yeah. the game. It's one of the finer moments. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every time we talk about wrestling games on the show, we say, like, just give me a game that plays, like, NWO Revenge or No Mercy or WrestleMania 2000. Like, it's two buttons. It's taunts. It's like it's more arcadey. You can do all kinds of zany stuff, um, but has the current roster. Like, yeah, like, I'll buy that in conjunction with a 2K20 yeah. or a 2K21. Yeah, the, the new stuff is like getting to the point where it's like too complex. It, it feels like there's so much going on with like button input and different like 
mechanisms and stuff. That I just kind of want one where I can just be like, this is the button to grab and pick them up and throw them. This is the button to punch them. This is the button to like climb on the rope. Yeah, and I think the Switch came a couple years after this game when they started doing a stamina, where it's like, you're right, you gotta kind of got to sell the move. Like, we're forcing you to sell that you just got powerbombed. Yeah. Like, you can't get up right away because you're dazed from the powerbomb. Whereas, like, back in the day, you just mash get up, and then you get up. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would like to see a more arcadey version with current rosters, with retro rosters, whatever, but don't make it the weird everyone's super jacked and, like, nine feet tall and, like, look weird. Just make it – either make it look retro or make it look normal, but make it simpler to control. So, like, um, NHL did a uh, NHL 94 mode where it was yeah. just two buttons. Yeah, exactly. So just do that. Yeah, even if it's a mode in 2K20, fine. I'm more likely to buy that game with that mode uh mlb the show did it last year the year before they had like the ken griffey jr retro where you're just playing like old school rbi baseball but inside of mlb yeah, the show so it looks yeah. great controls the same yeah well no it looked 8-bit oh or, it no did. no it looked i don't remember now because the hockey was just it was just nhl 94 controls so like the only thing that was different from there was like you can check as much as you wanted yeah um and then it was the the retro controls as well so, like, it wasn't as simmy, it was more arcadey, but it looked exactly the same. I think MLB had both. I think it, you can make it look like it was current, and you can make it look like it was old, I believe. But it had, like, current rosters. The, I mean, both of these are examples of what we want. Yeah, so, like, either do that as a standalone $20 game, and I'll buy that three times over, uh-huh. or do it as part of a mode of 2K20, and that'd be fucking awesome, too. Well, and that'll be make people potentially make people want to buy a $60 game as well. Yeah. Cause, Cause it's like, like oh, that's a cool mode. We, I, I think all three of us just wait until it's 30 bucks. Yeah, I usually wait till black. Friday. I usually will uh, red box it and then wait till it's, yeah. you know, 30 bucks or the, you know, deluxe is 40 bucks on black Friday. Right. That's usually how I do it. Never buying games. $60 game. Yeah. Not for the wrestling game. Yeah. No. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, if they remake, here comes the pain. I like that game. I owned it. I played a lot of it. Um, if they don't and they do a new wrestling game that feels like that, that's that's cool too, I guess. I don't know if I'll buy it if it doesn't have licensed characters that I like, but I mean, it could still be fun. Uh, maybe if it's it Ultimate out. Muscle. I bought a, a bunch of uh, the PlayStation 1 games yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I got to get all those. I was those at the retro here. store and I was just like, oh, they're all like five bucks. Like, I'll just buy all of these WCW and WWF games for the PlayStation 1. So what'd you get? Mayhem in your house? SmackDown? SmackDown 2? Uh, I don't even backstage remember. Backstage Assault? I just kinda, like, yeah, Backstage Assault was one of them. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, I'll just grab, I bought six of them. I just grabbed the stack and I was like, all right, these are the best cases. I'll nice. take them. Yeah, they're, all those are still at my parents' house. I gotta get them all over here. But uh, there you go. Uh, lightning round. There was a new update for Grand Theft Auto this week, uh, though not if you live in a large number of countries. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, Five, they added a new update. They're still like constantly updating this game. It's making money. Yeah, hand I mean, over fist. The, Why yeah, not? It's, it's the most profitable game of all time. So of course, uh, they added a new update, which is uh, the casino update. Mm-hmm. Um, which, the Diamond uh, Casino. Yeah, uh, like all the updates are usually kind of like themed around like one of them was like you the military base update where you got a military base and you could buy like jets and stuff like that. Uh, this one is you get to buy a casino and you get to like run and operate a casino. Uh, and one of the things in that is that you could actually buy in-game casino chips, which yeah. you can then turn around and spend inside your casino and go and like gamble at all the tables and stuff. Um, this uh, ended up getting the game blocked in over 50 countries that have uh, strict gambling laws. So not the game itself, just the update. 
It was just uh, yeah, just the so you, the game still is playable. You just can't update to this yeah yeah thing. So yeah. it's not like you all of a sudden can't play GTA anymore because there's this casino update. No, yeah, you just casino, couldn't yeah. you just couldn't download the update Correct. to add the casino mm-hmm. yeah. stuff to the game. Although I wonder, a lot of the times you can't play things online with people who don't have the current update. And the, since this is an online only game, the update wasn't released. That's the thing. Like it wasn't released in those countries because of these laws. It's not like it's released, but you can't download. No, it. but what but I'm you, saying is you can't. It's an online only game. Yeah. A lot of these games you can't play certain certain segments of the game. So with like, like with other people that have the update because you're set back in time. Yeah. So you can't play the casino. Well, John John's saying is. But like these, the, not just the like, casino is updated. They have like new cars and new vehicles and stuff like that. You have to have that stuff in your game to play with people who have that stuff. Not for this. So, like games like, or like countries like Poland and China and Iceland, yeah. can they not play with U.S. players because U.S. players have access to content? That's what no, I'm saying. No, they can't. You can't. They can't because they were specifically made for the people to yeah, not gotta, have that. I got to assume that they were planning for this when yeah. they were doing it. Oh, for it. sure. Um, so they have they like, like a patch that closes that door but lets you play with other people that yeah, some, still have something like you can see them driving around in the new cars but right. like you can't purchase the car yourself right. but you have an update still, but like, it doesn't update the whole thing yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you can't go into the casino you can't buy the cars you can't buy the new clothes and all that stuff that but you can added. see other people but you can it. still see the the American players running around right. I believe so yes yeah um, but, uh, yeah, so over 50 countries basically with like strict online gambling, uh, laws saw this yeah. and said like, no, this is, this is gambling. Like you're buying chips to gamble inside the game. Uh, you brought up the point, Adam, that you can't then turn around and turn that into yeah. real world money. So right? is it real gambling? Am, am I correct in that assumption that you can't do that? Like I haven't played it and I haven't looked too much into it, but I assume you can't buy chips with real money and then cash those chips out and get like money put back into your PlayStation account. I think right? it turns it into money in your game. So yeah. it gets added to your in-game wallet. Yeah, so this is no different than any other, like, hey, buy $50,000 cash for 10 bucks or whatever. Like, but that's no also... different than other microtransactions, right? Well, I mean, but you can also sell... I think you can sell and gift items to other players, like MMOs and stuff like that. So, like, this now is gambling for in-game currency that you can then buy things and then give to other people for real money. So, like, the Pachinko... No, so I'm kind of I'm I'm thinking more of like wow, where like there are are there are rarer items that you can sell online. I mean, it's not the purpose of the game, but then like go on eBay and say like I have this, give me fifty bucks, and then I'll meet you in the game and give it to you. Yeah, but again, this is a game that revolves around just stealing everything. So like, is it really a big thing to be like, yeah, I, I paid this money to buy it, and then I lost all my money in the casino. I just and then I just went and beat up a stripper and got you're, all my money back. You're paying for the the enjoyment of playing the games. You're not getting anything. I, like I, I I agree with you. Yeah. Like this doesn't really seem like gambling to me. It like, doesn't seem any different than any other microtransaction. It, 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 does, it well it doesn't even seem any different than like buying a sixty dollar golden casino game yeah. and yeah. playing it like you paid the money for that game mm-hmm. to then gamble inside that game yeah and this one you're paying money for the right to gamble inside the game yeah. right but then that money can be used to buy items in that game that you can then sell but you could do that with stuff without the gambling anyways yeah you could just do that by playing the game sure i mean i can see it both ways um but this just seems like a it's a weird line to take if the, if you don't also block all other versions of microtransactions which some people do. Some, like, some countries have, though. Yeah, yeah, but that's loot boxes. Not this is this isn't loot boxes. This is just a microtransaction. This is just you buying in-game currency with real-world money. This is no different than 
uh, Jeweled or Candy Crush or any of these yeah, other buying, things. Any mobile gem, game. Yeah. Buying gems and Candy Crush. Yeah, yeah this is no different than that. Crush. Yeah. I yeah. think it's just because it's more of a life sim. Like, I, I think it's just because it had a casino time. in it. Yeah. It, well, it that's what I mean. It's yeah. a casino and it's more of a life sim. Like, because yeah. you, you enact stuff. It's not just a casino game. You enact stuff outside of that. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like a weird line to take for something that's just like, all right, guys, this is no different than all the other things. In fact, this is, I feel like this is less gambling than the loot boxes, boxes. Yeah. which is 100% gambling because you you don't you, know what you're getting. You literally don't know what you're getting. This is like, oh, I lost all my money. I lost all my real world money in the casino. I'm just going to leave the casino, kill a couple of hookers, and then I'll go right back into the casino with this money. Like, I'm assuming you can take your regular money from the online and that, buy yeah, chips. Actually, that's, that's, that's not what I'm... I'm not sure about that. I don't know if you can use your already in-game currency to buy chips or if you have to buy it with real cash. Like, you can only buy chips with the real cash, not with in... Oh, I'm, not, I'm not sure about this. That yeah. would be terrible if that that's would the be case. Terrible because um, that's no one like, would play this. That would, actually, that would make sense to me at that point. For yeah. people to, to because then you're, then you're gambling for the chance of having in-game currency. Yeah. But it's, still, but it's still, to Joe's point, that's no different than saying this is a $60 casino game. Like you just bought uh, Blackjack the game for sixty dollars. No, the but same then thing because it's still fake money. But in money. that casino game, you can't go and use that in uh, anything else. Like yeah, you don't imagine. So if you pay sixty bucks for sixty dollars worth of in-game credits yeah. or in-game coins, and the only way to get coins is to pay physical money for it, but then those coins can be cashed out for in-game money. You are gambling. You're gambling for in-game money. Yeah. But you have to pay. You can't use in-game money to gamble for in-game money. You can only use physical money to gamble for in-game money. But if I buy a slot, if I buy a slot machine game and I have to buy like credits with real money, I'm still only getting the return of digital money. At that point, so it's no different than just buying a, you but know, the you, old CD-ROMs of like Vegas Simulator. But you don't pay in-game money continuously to gamble it online to get a return. You're just paying for the enjoyment of the game. Yeah, like there's no return in if, that. If instance. you bought sixty dollars and then you had to constantly keep buying, yeah, chips pumping chips in. The game I mean, I don't know how those, and playing it those games are just. To. You can just reset it. Yeah, I don't know how those games work when you run out of money. Like what it's, they, it's just an install. Do. But like, I, I don't my, know. My grandfather used to play those games all the time. Yeah. Um. So like, if that's the instance where you can only buy chips with in game or with with physical in real world money, yeah, then that's one hundred percent gambling, and I can understand them taking it out but also the people who ban these aren't people who play it like this is just a country going oh it's a casino in a video game ban it yeah that's the thing that's why i feel like it's a weird line to take was like even and lest, even if lest it is, we all forget jack uh what was it jack thompson yeah <laughs> who never played any of the stuff he like lauded against so yeah, it sucks no because like but here's the thing like even if you have to buy if you have to buy the chips with in-game real money now it now the casino is just loot boxes yeah you could get crap you know for sure. That you don't want or need. So now it's just a loot box, which still makes it no worse than loot boxes. Right. But but it's got the casino facade, so the suits are now banning it. So I can understand why they're banning it. I but mean, also, also, this is something that can be unbanned after people complain about it or look into it or something like that. And also, these are like, you know, we're looking at it from just the perspective of these. These are game, These are countries where you also just can't go and gamble. Like, gambling is legal in those countries, period. Yeah. So, like... I mean, we're we're looking at it from perspective of well, well, we can just go to Foxwoods if we want and gamble, anyways. Mm -hmm. There's just no gambling in Poland. Yeah. So like, they're just like, oh yeah, just gambling. Period is. But do they allow persona non grata? 
I don't know. I don't remember which countries banned loot boxes. Yeah, but there's only been like three or four countries that have banned loot boxes, and these are 50 countries where you can't play. Yeah, the because the, the word casino is in it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, that's more to do. And with it's anything. an online game. Where, oh yeah. Whereas absolutely. the other casino games are not online anyway. So yeah. it's just the fact that you're gambling with real or not money with other people who do exist, mm-hmm. as opposed to PC players. Yeah. Or you know PC you know NPCs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 100 percent convinced that it's just because there's the a word casino. casino there. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, lightning round. We didn't get to touch on this last week, even though it was available at the time of recording. We had already watched it beforehand, um, but it's TV show time because we got our first look um, at the trailer for Netflix's The Witcher. Now, before you scream at your radios or Bluetooths or headphones, if you took a headphone out and started screaming radios. at it, but this is based on the book, not the game. It's fine. We know. Everyone knows now. Everyone's been yelled at. We know it's not based on the games, but it's still gaming adjacent so we want to talk about what you guys think of the witcher trailer um i was surprised at how very little uh geralt is in the trailer i don't i only watched it once and i was just like that looks like a thing i'll watch it has very little focus on him it's about like all the other characters in the trailer which i found really weird well because you know who he is is that the books that's that's that was my understanding when i like looked this up was See, like, I know nothing about the books. Yeah, the the books aren't necessarily about Geralt per se. Like he obviously has uh, interactions and is a through line throughout the stories, but I feel like there's a bigger emphasis on like that girl in the books than there is like in the game. So is is more like like Mad Max? How like Mad Max is just a character that's there, but kind the story's of. about all of the other people that like need him to like help them. Kind, kind of, thing. yeah. Where, like, he's the hero that you're hoping will come to town and save you, but you have to explain why you need saving before he comes kind of thing. Okay. So, like, you have to read a chapter about why this person's in peril before you read the chapter about Geralt coming to save the person in peril. Or, yeah. like, two chapters about the perilous situation in this town before the hero comes riding through to fix it. Yeah, because so, I, I know Jack about uh, the books at all. I've only had experience with the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, like, watching the trailer going, like... Uh, uh, what's his name? Henry Cavill. Cavill? Yes. Cavill. 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 Uh, I'm like, he's only in the trailer for like a few seconds, like, and it's just about like all of the other people, and then occasionally it'd be like a shot of him just standing there stoically, not saying anything, with like a monster in the distance or something. And I was like, oh, it's, it's weird how like little he has to do. How, how little The Witcher has to do with The Witcher trailer that I'm watching right now. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that's something maybe to do with the fact that like all the most of the scenes that he's in are all the coolest parts that you don't want to give away right in the very first unveil trailer. Yeah, you don't necessarily need him to see fight all the monsters that he's going to be fighting or whatever. Uh, so maybe that's why he's in it less. Or, or the, the other thing about it, just the books, he's in it less than you would think given the game, mm-hmm. which is obviously emphasized him nearly 100 entirely <laughs> yeah um you are controlling him. he's yeah. on frame every moment of that game exactly yes. so i think it, it might be that too hopefully that like oh we just don't we want to show you him being stoic we need to introduce you to this world of characters because we feel everyone already knows this guy yeah that's because what I'm thinking. he's the main character of the game he's maybe the main character of the books this is the recognizable actor that we've hired so you know that guy's going to be in it a bunch assumedly so we don't need to show you him in the trailer, but we need to teach you that there's this bigger world at play here, and that's what this trailer was meant to do, I think. Again, we won't know until we watch it what it's going to pan out like, but that's what I would think. That was my initial reaction to it of like, oh, okay, they're teaching me about the world of The Witcher as opposed to teaching yeah. me about the character of The Witcher. 
which you need to do to pull people in for a story that they may not be familiar with. Hmm. I did see um, in an interview with uh, the showrunner, he did say that they were not going to tap into the games at all with it. Uh, people are asking, like, oh, well, you start delving into some of the stuff that, like, in the games in later seasons of the show or anything like that. And they're like, no, nope, no, nope, we're just going to stay true to the books. So I might have to actually look up what's, like, different between the books and the games. Because I, like, watch trail going, like, oh, this doesn't feel like the games at all. Or you could just watch it. That's all I know. Hmm? Or you could just watch it. Eh. Or read them. Eh. Joe doesn't read. No. no. I don't read. I don't watch. Yeah. Well, you do watch, but you watch while doing other things. Yeah. So there you go. You can play. I mean, like ultimately, when I watched the trailer, I I just was like, yeah, this feels like a Game of Thrones. Like mm-hmm. they're they're making their own Game of Thrones. Fine. Like it, I didn't think it looked bad, yeah. but I just watched it going like, yeah, this feels like Game of Thrones. Like it seems like it's more about like the intrigue and stuff, whereas I'm used to like the monster fighting is yeah. what I know Witcher of. Well, they did confirm there's gonna be a bathtub scene, so don't worry, that'll be in there. Uh, everyone was apparently really worried about that. That's how Witcher Three starts. Yeah, with just him in a bathtub. Like, yeah, yeah. So there will like be a bathtub of, scene. Like out of war. Yeah, but just him by himself. Not him with not with chicks the ladies. that no, he gets yeah. to bang and get help with from. The ladies. No, nope, just him by himself. Well, there you go. So yeah, I forget what's the release. Do they, is there a release date for it, or is it just like a generic fall twenty nineteen? I think it was like November. Is what they said. Yeah, it I mean, seems. Right, but I'll I'll watch it probably just the first episode. Like I mean, I'll, I'll definitely watch the first episode, and then if it's good, I'll continue watching it. But mm-hmm. I just don't really care about high fantasy stuff anymore. It's just not a thing I'm into. Like it's kind of over inundated these days. But I mean, it's I already pay for Netflix, so yeah, it's right there. It's it's, there it's an the hour world. worth of my time at yeah. the most. Uh, it just says late 2019. Late 2019. So yeah, so, so probably November somewhere in that time frame. Um. All right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Um, so let us know what you would like to see from a 10 cent Pokemon game if it were to come to a place that you live. Um, are you getting your Joy-Cons fixed? What did you think of the Witcher trailer? Um, and how badly do you want a Garden Warfare 3? Uh, but also let us know what you would like to see for a remastered WWE game or what you would like to see included in some kind of weird spinoff we made competition with ourselves wrestling game. Let us know yeah, on Facebook and a, Twitter. It's such a weird thing that they're doing. At Broken Clock Pods. I don't I don't get it. Um, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. That was sudden.